folks, and welcome to another episode of Trebong! Hey fellas, we're back! Uh, pew, 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 new Year's same Trebong, baby! We're back, we're back, back, back. That's right, folks, it's a new year, new me. No, same me. New, new, uh, new year, same me, let old acquaintance be forgot. So, I don't know who these two crazy fellas are sitting next to me. I'm New Lang Syne, baby. <laughs> it's, I'm just the same old me. I, I, just, it haven't, I haven't changed. Oh. So. No, that's right. We're, it's us. It's us, dear old listeners. Do you miss us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I think everyone is quickly realising that they have Oh, yeah. It's this. <laughs> That's right. I liked this. <laughs> 2020, what a weird year. <laughs> I'm Jake Spear and join with me, as always, my two dirty devil best buddies, Double O Derby Deck. Hey! <laughs> and our MI6 expert in the field, Mr. Brennan McClellan. Hang on, try that again. You haven't oh, forgotten yes. all the things, yeah, have you? Yeah. No, oh, and you were supposed to have an introduction of your you own. You were. No, New Year, New Me. No, no. All the you titles have no. been wiped. Who no, has pussies galore. Ladies and gentlemen, you are, of course, hearing the dulcet tones of Shakespeare, the man who has pussies, pussies galore. galore. Now you may continue with Brandon's... Yes, his full, full title. title. He's the sound with the golden pun, who also has a car, a gun and a drink. Our MI6 expert in the field, Mr. Brandon McClellan. And the trivia winner. And the winner of the episode 0050, Trey Bond official, um, what's he does it? Reporting for duty. There it is. There it is. The first yeah. one of 2021. Oh, wow. First of many, baby. Oh, Good to be back, boys. Gentlemen. Happy New Year, too. Happy, yes. How, you, happy how you New been? Year. Oh. I haven't seen you since 0050. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I really needed a break after that. <laughs> World's moved on, Commander Bond. <laughs> God, it. I feel like we've the world has packed in about a year's worth of events yeah. just since we last recorded. We are we are recording early. We don't know when we're going to release this one, but we're getting yeah. a bit of a bank up. Um, well, hopefully, ha- the world still exists. Hopefully, yeah, when you Slight, hear this, slightly different uh, format, not format, but uh, release system for us this year. Yeah, we're releasing on floppy disk. Floppy yes. disk, bring them back. Bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> floppy disk will be mailed out to you. Make sure you get your requests form in via mm. the official channel. Get yeah. your new floppy um, disk drive. I don't know if this is going to work the floppy disk thing i think it will All right. I, and particularly if we get people to um bank by mail mm, yeah, for, the, okay. for their payments instead okay. of setting up direct debits i've gone get... and bought a whole bunch of stock in a new floppy disk company a oh. new company a new floppy disk company and floppy i disk think startup. us bringing them back is gonna get my stocks right it's just up the there. floppy disks are like eight 12 megabytes and this would be a lot more than that oh yeah but what we would what i've planned on doing is it would be a shoebox Full of floppy disks. For one episode. For one Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. This For is why one, the stocks episode. are going to go up because and they have to make so many of ab- them. Yes, that's correct. And you would send the shoebox back to me yeah. so that I could then send the floppy disks back to them. So this is, yeah, essentially, we'd, yeah. 2021 is going to be a jobs. strange year yes. for Trayvon. Yeah. But, well, we're experimenting with things. I think there's a, everything, it feels like. Uh, retro is everything back. that's old is new is again. New again. Speaking yeah. of which, yeah, yeah, <laughs> is that a segue? That... I thought you were pointing at me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what's our what's our mission? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Brett, yeah. why yes. don't you save us? 
and tell us what our mission is today. Well, Jake, I would love to save you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're doing a book review. We're starting off the new year with uh, 1959's Dr. No. No. <laughs> Doctor No. Doctor No. No, spelt like yes. <laughs> yeah, now, now, now the folks at home. Now the folks at home are probably going to realise that there's been no preconceived no Did you just glitch? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. New Year, new me. Yeah. <laughs> Very evidently. <laughs> it's a buggy update. I think I like the old, the old version. <laughs> We haven't jumped into any... I've jumped the gun. I know. You have. Yeah. We're, We're not the there yet. We're not there yet. skipped a very important part. Uh, well, whole... you can cut that bit out. You haven't, yeah. you haven't uh, um, hoped that their weeks have been... Or their or months, their months or, days. or even their years. Well, I haven't even done that. Then we've gone off on a random tangent. It was tangent. my fault. Yeah. Suffice to say, ladies and gentlemen, floppy Happy discs. New Year to you. <laughs> no, Good luck floppy discs. Sorry. Good luck with go. the floppy discs. <laughs> but we hope your week has been... Weekday, month, year. Oh, but then I I keep saying that all the time. It turns into the friends. We hope your week's been. Trayvon, we're doing Dr. No. You should, I think, (laughs) in the same way that we forced you to create a James Bond fan fiction series. Yes. Yes. You you started in 2020 with uh, the friends theme for We Hope That Your Week Has Been Trayvon. I think you should make that every week uh, the lyrics to a different uh, sitcom. Sitcom. What do you mean? We hope, you know, uh, make, making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Um, taking a break from all your troubles <laughs> sure would help a lot. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to listen to Trey Bond? <laughs> Something like that. You want a different... Straight off the top of my dome. Cheers. There you go. You can't use it. <laughs> I like that. I'll second that one. I'm voting favour. Yeah. I'm voting favour. If you can make that work... <laughs> I'm going to brush my... up on my TV theme songs. <laughs> Every right. day when you're walking down the street, <laughs> yes, everybody that you meet, yeah, you can't use that listens now to Trey Bond. Yes. Oh my lord! And I say, hey, Trey. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, challenge accepted. Excellent. Twenty twenty one. What do we want to do now? Well, it's what you want have to do. Yeah, it's what I have to do. Yeah. You've got a job to do. Well, regardless of what I have to do, here's one for you. That's what you have. That's to do. what you have to do. What's <laughs> <it>? <laughs> All right, now this whole like first forty this minutes is really usually shaky. just your stuff. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, don't get involved till like the hour mark. Is everyone else nervous at this kind of shaky start? We're six minutes <laughs> in, but it feels like twenty. Start. I'm very used to a shaky start. We have fifty episodes of shaky yeah. start. Previously on Death by Otto's Fixation. Ah. Uh, for those who need a serious refresher, here's a quick play-by-play of our latest Bond-inspired fan fiction title. Death by Otto's Fixation. The third book. The third book in, a current, in the current trilogy, soon to be Octology. Yeah. Um, Octology? Uh, Octology's eight. Eight? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you want eight of them? Geez. Let's I, I, finish so. the third one. We'll see, we'll see. Didn't stop bloody, what's his face? RL Game of Thrones. <laughs> 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 yeah. I wanted to say RL Stein. <laughs> but he finished his series. <laughs> Well, ours is yet incomplete, but this is where we've gotten to so far. After a bizarre opening title sequence, it was revealed to us that M was not only anticipating the death of Agent James Bond 007, but was complicit in the botched mission in the Pacific that resulted in... You've gone all the way back. That's right. Oh, this is a serious refresh. I need this, because I don't remember it at all. 
What M now believed to be the death of every single 00 agent, mm-hmm. M, the Admiral, the head of MI6, the administrator and custodian of England's deadliest agents, sworn to protect the Crown and its sovereignty against foreign threats... What are you picked about? up his red desk phone and received an ominous phone call from the biggest, oh, yeah. baddest, mm-hmm. villainous villain of them all, uh-huh. Austrian national and former Nazi sympathizer and alleged war criminal. I think former Nazi, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Nazi. Just yeah. Nazi. Mm. Otto Doss. Otto Doss. And what did the phone call say? Uh, uh, it was... it's, I think it was. it was literally like, it's done. It's, oh, that's it was great. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you wrote it. It was your chapter. <laughs> you that classic action trope. It's, it's done. done. I know exactly who's on the other line of this phone who has no color ID. <laughs> this me. is what, all I need. What time is it? My suits are finished. I know who this is. <laughs> Although not dead, but very close... Bond found himself being flown into far north Queensland by the most lovable Bond ally ever committed to parchment, uh. retired airman and casual alcoholic, the affable Aussie larrikin, Steve-O. Yeah, tell the folks at home what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> Bond was nursed back to good health in the coastal Queensland town of Cairns by the sultry and some may say shrill Patricia. Some may say. Have some said? <laughs> Some have said. Some have heard. Some I've heard it. Some shouldn't have. (laughs) Bond and Patricia very quickly developed a fondness for each other, and during their first outing together, were attacked by kamikaze seagulls Ah, and took refuge in a phone booth by the beach. That's interesting and surprising. Yes. Queen Elizabeth II, by the grace of God, (laughs) of the United Kingdom, of Australia, and her other realms and territories, Queen, head of the Commonwealth, defender of the faith, arrived in the sunny town of Cairns. You did her full title. Yeah, come on. Yeah, because she's the Queen. Yeah, so am I. (laughs) And Bond and Patricia rushed to witness the royal motorcade, only to see that the biggest, baddest, villainous villain of all, Otto Doss, was standing at the right side of the Queen. A very bad sign. Biggest, baddest, villainous villain so far. So far. far. That's true. Could it be James Bond himself? (laughs) Bond and Patricia were apprehended by some goons disguised as policemen, led by a brutish man who appeared to be the Texan from our previous book, The Ties That Bind. Oh yeah, Jake screwed the pooch on this one. Excuse me. (laughs) Bond and Patricia were separated and Bond quickly managed to escape his captors thanks to some quick thinking and daring heroics by the lovable Steve. No. Steve-O farted and then mm. threw a wrench at someone. And no. tell the folks what happened to Steve-O. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Patricia was led into the Grand Cairns Hotel where she came face to face with none other than evil incarnate... Otto Doss. Otto yeah. Doss. Yeah. <clears throat> Bond and Steve-O managed to... I'm starting to think he's not that evil if we have to keep <laughs> reminding people. Yeah, he's real bad. <laughs> he is. I promise. He you'll, will do something. You'll find he hasn't out. Really done anything no, yet. Find he just out. killed Jill. Yeah. I'm yeah. the only one with the guts to kill any of these Someone needs to pull a bloody trigger. <laughs> no, we need more characters. Bond and Steve-O managed to stealthily infiltrate the Cairns Hotel until Steve-O launched a premature attack on the unsuspecting Doss and Texan with a monkey wrench. He shat the bed. <laughs> this sudden outburst resulted in Otto Doss escaping with a captured Patricia yeah. and the brutal, cold-blooded killing of the sweet, endearing, criminally underutilised comic relief character of Steve-O no, by the Texan. 
some and then there was a cool say, car chase. Some may say an utter atrocity. You know, this isn't so bad. This is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy it. After an exchange of blows, we learn that the Texan isn't the Texan, but Bjorn yes, from our the... first book, no. A Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, it's and and is somehow still alive due to the huge dose of eternity serum he ingested, or perhaps he is in fact the Texan and is slowly yeah. being changed into a Bjorn look-alike mm. due to the transformative effects of the eternity That's serum. That's what we're going with, that one. <laughs> I'm fairly sure I cleared that up in my story, but... <laughs> Gee whiz. The Frankenstein-like henchman is now known... Not the only Frankenstein. -like. ...as the Scandexan. Scandexan, yeah, That's right. Yeah. It's good. Bond is knocked unconscious, but awakes and immediately gets behind the wheel of a blue and white 1953 Ford Custom Line, endangering the lives of hundreds, as he fiercely pursues Otto Doss, who is driving up a mountainous, jungle-lined road in a black Holden FJ special, to the score of the latest Dean Martin tune. Holden v Ford, Mount Panorama. Hmm. Is that anywhere near Cairns? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Uh, Doss has in his back seat not one hostage, but two. Doss. Sweet, lovely, innocent Patricia, as well as Queen Elizabeth II, by the grace of God, That's of the right. United Kingdom, of Suggested. Australia, Hint. and her other realms and territories, Queen, Head of the Commonwealth, Defender of the Faith. Yeah. Oh, no. As the torrential summer rain began to overwhelm the scene, Bon is pursued by the Scandexan on motorbike. Yes. The wild blue-eyed <laughs> demon aimed a pistol directly at Bond as the two vehicles tear along the siding uh, the the what? Tear along the mountain road. Uh, Let me just cake. get comfy here. <laughs> this is still the recap. Mm. Oh God! Yeah, we yeah. haven't started. This is a we've come. This has been a season break, so we've got to kind of keep it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond yeah. rashly swerves to deter the Scandexan, only to send himself into a stray boulder, which sends Bond careening towards the cliff face ahead of him, roof. and the depths of the coral sea below. Oh yes. And the radio was like, tune in next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> chapter 10, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. How many chapters was the Ties That Bind? Because a night, short. The, a night at the Roxbury was 9 or 10. I think that was uh, 10, exactly. I think it the was, Ties yes. That Bind was more like 12 then. Something like I that. I feel like Ties That Bind went really quickly. No, because we're at 50 now. 51. This is episode 51. So... I think it was, I think it was quite a bit. This was one of my questions. I know you've written oh, yeah. 19 chapters. So you wrote, you've wrote. you written 9 of um, Ties at Vine. He did, he did all of A Night at the Roxbury. And, yeah, he did, so you did 10 at Night no, at the Roxbury. So you've done 9 of uh, Ties at Vine and, and Otto's, Otto's Fixation. fixation yeah. So this will be your 20th chapter. Wow. Wow. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Chapter 10 Otto's Grosser Traum. What? It's German, look it up. Right. No, no, it's a, what does it mean? What does it mean, though? Big Dream. Otto's Big right. Dream. Because you got pulled up by a couple of listeners for your French faux pas in the fact check what in was episode 50. Oh, that doesn't sound right. Actually, I'll save it for fact check after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chapter 10. Here we go. Otto's big dream. But Go it's on, in German. get close to the mic, mate. So it's actually pronounced big dream. <laughs> yes. Chapter ten. Otto's big dream. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. 
They'll get you. <laughs> They'll get you. <laughs> the storm clouds parted and bright shards of golden light reached down and danced over the large pebbled clearing that sat atop the high bluff that looked out across the flat, endless Queensland coast. On top, on top, on top. Classic Jake. Yes. <laughs> Do I get points for that? <laughs> Resting in the centre of the clearing is the shimmering black WS-51 Dragonfly helicopter. <whistles> Doss, in his FJ Holden special, speeds up the winding mountain road and comes to rest right by the imposing aircraft. Ah. Although at a pace... Doss still manages to maintain a level of decorum and civility in escorting in the escorting of Patricia and Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth from the car to the door of the helicopter. The co-pilot, dressed in a fitted black slacks and mandarin-collared blazer, opens the main door to the aircraft, lowering the steps to the cabin. To the aircraft. Yes. <laughs> Please mind your step, Your Majesty. Doss advises as he leads the Queen into the cabin of the refitted British Royal Navy aircraft. Please make yourselves comfortable. I... Uh-oh. I've had a stroke. <laughs> Jake was finishing uh, no, no. this off just before recording. This Classic story, Jake. this chapter 10, is about seven minutes old. <laughs> Please make yourselves comfortable. All will be made known to you in due course. Oh, thank you. <laughs> As Doss boards the aircraft behind the Queen and a fearful Patricia, up the mountain road comes the Scandexon on his thundering motorcycle. What happened to Bond? You're going to find out. Oh, 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 think light, Bond. <laughs> it is done. Barks the Scandexon. That wasn't much of a bark. <laughs> That's done! <laughs> For your sake, you better be right, warns Doss, Ooh. as the pair take, place in, take their places inside the tastefully refurbished fuselage. No more delays. We have already wasted precious time. The Scandexon... Which is a writing cliche. That's how you pump this out so yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> the Scand- The Scandexon quickly busied himself in the cockpit, taking his place in the pilot's seat and completing final checks. Ladies, please fasten your seatbelts. Your safety is my highest priority. I believe I am owed some form of explanation for this gross act of treason, Professor Lennington. Oh, the Queen's talking. Professor Lennington? Spoke Her Majesty tersely. Yes, Your Majesty. Let me begin by properly introducing myself. Yeah, but it's not Doss. We're in the same room as him. Yeah, but remember you set him up to be a bad guy. I did, but like Bond was in the room at, at the same room as him. Oh. So... I don't... Incapable Bond. (laughs) He does more good to us. Look, I like that you brought Lennington back, but I'm pretty sure that Bond sat across from Lennington in in M's office and had like a face to face with him. So I just feel like if he came back across Otto, don't look on the ship though. That's when he found in M's office. In M's office, yes, on the ship. On the ship. Because Zoom's so, office has only been on, on that naval uh, ship. Yeah. So basically, Lennington was over there as Lennington, then he hop, skip, jumped over to the island to assume the guise of Doss. Yes, 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 yes. 
and it's these two events where where, where Bond first met Lennington. Wait, and then Lennington is like, Doss. Yes, that's what he's Lennington getting at. Lennington is Doss. That's what he's getting at. He's yeah. just muddying. It's impossible. It's impossible. Doss was in World War Two. He he killed he killed <laughs> he killed little little French boy. Michel Anou. Michel Anou. Yes, the lamb. Yeah, the lamb. It's yeah. not Lennington. Professor Lennington, we stop not... this before this happens? <laughs> no, no, this is happening. I, I have this, to fix this next this week. Is this is my only job with the stories. It's like, all right, well, what is, what can I do? Professor Lennington was an essential alias for me to successfully disarm England's foreign agents permanently. It is with great pleasure that I can now confirm all your precious doublos are dead and the Admiral is now under my command. I'm very glad your majesty took such a like a liking to biology and brought <laughs> Professor Lennington into your close counsel. <laughs> it was most beneficial to me in initiating my final objective. My name is Otto Doss, and now with und. you... Und, <laughs> yeah. und? Und? Now with you as my hostage, I will now have your puny parliament transfer the control of all England's territories to me. Or I will kill oh. their sovereign. Our first, like, supervillain in a so, while. Yeah, yeah. You can't kill the queen! <laughs> Defied Patricia. Anya Patricia. Anya Patricia. <laughs> oh, yes, I can. And I will. If my demands are not met, and if I can kill the Queen of England so easily, what do you think I would do to a worthless Australian nurse like you, Patricia? <laughs> Why on earth would you want England's territories and not England? England's one of the most powerful nations on earth. And the most beautiful, your majesty, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Patricia. England is one of the most powerful nations on earth. Do you know why? Because the year is 1951. <laughs> <laughs> and things are slowly falling apart for them. <laughs> because of its territories. Hong Kong, Cyprus, Rhodesia, Sierra Leone, Kenya, Singapore, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, mm. and many, many more. The sound of didgeridoos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> England has outstretched its imperial arm and captured half the world. Without them, England is nothing. I have no use for a petty island in the Atlantic. I have more use for the diamonds of Africa, the vast food stores of Canada, and the raw materials and uranium of Australia. Ah. With control of endless global resources, I will control the course of humankind. And thanks to your friend Mr. Bond, I have now in my possession the only remaining stockpile of Mr. Roxbury's Eternity Serum. Yeah. Allowing me to create an indestructible race of super soldiers. Ooh, Nazi. <laughs> I will bring to light a new world order. Thanks to the serum, I can be assured that my reign will last for all eternity. England will die... Mater it's maternity, though, the, the serum. No, it's eternity serum. Maternity syrup. Oh, my God. You've ruined his monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ruin it. <laughs> England will die. My rule will live forever. There is but one small snag... The nondescript item, Patricia. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Damn what's it, that? Jake. What's the nondescript item? I've, I've destroyed this. You were on board. You were the chosen one. You were meant to bring order to the force, not destroy it. Something, something, dark side. 
told you, I don't know what that is, I swear. The blades begin to turn overhead and the rumbling belly of the engine wakes and the heavy aircraft soon lifts off the ground. Well, I suggest you jog your memory. I'm sure Mr. Bond made its whereabouts known to you before his tragic passing. Oh, shut up, Doss. I've heard enough of your theatrics. Come on, Lizzie. You are deluded. And that is why... Sucker punch him. <laughs> it's young Lizzie too. It's She'd young get Lizzie. She'd get, She'd get it. Crown season two, Lizzie. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> you are deluded. Oh, hang on. You are deluded. And it's, it's what... Like German's it's, German's it's, yeah. it's, it's, well, it's very close. <laughs> well, the Windsors have got a bit of German. They in do. Them. The Hanovers, you know. Yeah. They're all connected. You are deluded. And this that is why you will fail. You're really struggling. <laughs> I have... I have no understanding. Oh, it's coming, <laughs> coming out. <laughs> you have no... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Take a moment. It's so close. Think about Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. Yep. You are her... Plum in the mouth. My fellow... That's it. Not Chinese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you have no understanding Perfect. of what England is. England is not a place. Poised. That's it. Yeah. England is not a people. Oh, hang on. England is an idea, and you can hold all the lands on this earth, but you will never kill my England. <laughs> we will see how long your England lasts, my dear, after their darling Lizzie dies. And with that... He calls her Lizzie. Doss mm. withdraws a small syringe He's from his jacket pocket. No, whoa, you can't whoa, inject whoa, the whoa, whoa, whoa. serum. Hang on. That would make a lot of sense, though. I don't want the Royal Guard knocking on my door. She shouldn't be alive still. I... Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> and sticks the dart of paralytic toxins... What? ...into the neck of Elizabeth the second, And with a whisper, he says... Long live the Queen. The scream of Patricia rings out over the whirring of the rotors as the helicopter <laughs> flies over the coast towards the awaiting red slug ship in the distance. The red no, slug. It's up. been blown up. Do you boys pay attention what to What are you lobbing me in with oh, him? The what are you what am I, I'm trying to It's do. all gone. <laughs> hang on. Hang gone. on. It's an easy fix. Towards the awaiting red slug 2 ship. <laughs> In the distance. I'm happy with that. It's That's an armada fine. of red slugs. <laughs> but why did he have to be Lennington? You could have achieved all this without him being Lennington. No, all. but how do you how do you how do you bring in M being corrupt and all of the double O's? Well, you, dying? But you didn't fix and anything about M being corrupt. Very easily. It's all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> right oh Christopher Nolan. <laughs> now Now do we, it backwards. On <laughs> On the craggy rocks below. The raging waves crash at the edge of the great sunburnt continent. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Amidst the rocks is the mangled wreck of a blue and white 1953 Ford Custom Line. It's a beautiful car. The fall of some 80 feet or so would create a steaming metal coffin for any normal driver. Well, but Bond's a super bloody hero, is he? But this is no normal driver. <sighs> From the wreckage, a single bloodied hand grips the singed scaffold of the crumpled Ford, determined and battle-hardened, with a newfound resolve for revenge. James Bond 007 pulls himself 
from the twisted heap of American metal. Dusting himself off. I think they were made in Australia. You be going, motherfucker. (laughs) Bruised and bloodied, Bond stares at the wreck wryly. Wouldn't happen to a Rolls. And that's it. (laughs) Oh, no. No. We're back. We're (laughs) back, baby. All right. Three Three word review. Jeez. Um, Pretty amazing. Three word review. In familiar territory. <laughs> I can't do three, but I'll give you four. Did not see that coming. Oh! oh Jake, what have you done? There we go. I thought oh. I'd tie up some loose ends. You didn't tie up anything, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, did you really want us to come back? <laughs> <laughs> I thought the break would do us good. It's this made us stronger. 51 episodes. <laughs> I think we. <laughs> I hope if they're like, maybe these guys could run the Bond franchise. They never listen to our short stories. <laughs> They'll be like, oh my god, we've what made we a done? huge mistake. <laughs> we never saw this coming. Oh wait, you guys didn't read Death by Otto's fixation. <laughs> it's all there. It's, I mean, it's there. <laughs> oh no. Do we? Have, we don't have any fact check. We don't have any fact check. No. Um, we've come back with the laziest episode of all time. Yeah. We're easing our way into it. All yeah. Right. We did fifty episodes of really hard work. Yeah. And kind of work, <laughs> sure. you know, working to earn your trust. Now we're going to get twenty-five. Coast. Of like, <laughs> we're just going to have hazard. You did have one though. Bare minimum. Oh, we just had a couple of people text. Um, look, I'll see if I can get the text up. Uh, from one person in particular about Jake's French accent. About, uh, no, no, about the the French <clears throat> itself. Yeah, because we had this debate about um, what was that French word? Ali. Oh, Ali. yeah, that's right. Ali. Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you tried to say it was a different word, and that sounded no. No, but the you... spelling's different. No, because you so, said it was allure. Julian Julian Larnock oh, has Jules. said bullshit on Ali fact check. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. And he screams at you saying, unconjugated verb, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to that I say this. I don't know what unconjugated means. But if it's anything like conjugal, (laughs) I'm right. (laughs) Well, gentlemen, we do not have preconceived notions for this. The time machine's fucking broken. The time machine is broken. Look, I'll try and start it up for you here. She's not going anywhere. She's not going anywhere. Nothing. If anything, I think we've accidentally opened up a rift into this bloody world and something's come through it that way. Yes, there's a hole in the um, time-space... Space-time continuum. Space-time continuum. Really? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. But, look, we'll we'll try and get it fixed for next time. One for the fact check. I'm telling you, we're coasting. (laughs) Did you see what happened at the Capitol? (laughs) So... I'm going to jump straight in. Dr. No, a sinister recluse with mechanical pincers for hands and a sadistic fascination with pain, holds James Bond firmly in his steely grasp. Bond and Honeychild Ryder, his beautiful and vulnerable girl Friday, mm. have been captured. Why did they write that? Have been captured trespassing. Just read it. <laughs> it's Robinson Crusoe. Oh, nonsense. yeah, yeah. Have been captured trespassing on Dr. No... I'll get my voice back. Have been captured trespassing on Dr. No's secluded <laughs> Caribbean island. Grab key. 
Intent on protecting his clandestine operations from the British Secret Service. Well done. Dr. No. Guano. Guano. <laughs> Dr. No. Dr. Guano <laughs> sees an opportunity to dispose of an enemy and further his diabolical research. Soon, Bond and Ryder are fighting for their lives in a murderous game of Dr. No's choosing. Mm. Eventually, not. So goes the back of my early 2000s copy of the Penguin edition of 1959's Dr. No, written by Ian Fleming, a James Bond 007 novel. <laughs> the sixth one. The sixth one, Wow. Yes. Now, gentlemen, here are some reviews from the time. Please. Hit me. Uh, the old familiar faces here, or are we go? Yeah, and some new ones. All right. Dr. No was the first of Fleming's novels to face widespread negative criticism oh. in Britain. Paul Johnson of the New Statesman dismissed the book as, we've had this quote before, and this is the book that it's for, sex, snobbery and sadism. Maurice Richardson of The Observer considered the novel the usual sadomasochistic free-for-all plus octopuses. Writing in the Times Literary Supplement, Philip Stead, there's a big octopus. Isn't he an octopus? I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Puss fella. He's a squid. Oh, is he? Big giant squid. I thought he was octopus. Mm. Octopusy. It's got tentacles. Philip Stead was more generous to Dr. No. Despite thinking that Fleming was offering, quote, too opulent a feast, end quote, with the book, Stead argued that Fleming managed to pull this off, where a less accomplished writer would never have got away with this story. Raymond Chandler reviewed the novel for the Sunday Times and praised it as, and praised uh, Fleming's masterly depiction of colonial Kingston in the first chapter. Chandler admired Fleming's writing, which had an acute sense of pace. You don't have to work at Ian Fleming. He does the work for you. Friend of the podcast and enemy of Ian Fleming, mm. Fleming <laughs> Anthony Boucher, oh. was again damning oh. of Fleming's work. Let saying, up, Anthony. Oh, Give no, him a break. I must say, this is his best quote. Oh, really? Okay. Very pithy. Quote, It's harder than ever to see why an ardent coterie so oh. admires Ian Fleming's tales. Oof. And he concluded his review with this quote. It is 80,000 words long, with enough plot for 8,000 and enough originality for 800. Wow. I'll read you a couple of reviews from our time. So they were reviews from Fleming's time. Here's some from Roundabout Now. Is it a fine wine? April Chase, for Curled Up With A Good Book, wrote in 2002, Dr. No has all the action, drama and romance that has kept Fleming's books in the limelight for nearly half a century, all told in Fleming's droll, understated style. Then we have this quote, Punctuated with moments of thrilling, brutal action, Dr. No is a novel of oscillating quality. Like a fan. Hmm. And that was uh, Simon MacDonald for Written by Syme. That was 2015. We've lost Darby. <laughs> He's cracked himself <laughs> up there. <laughs> Inverarity reviewed the novel in 2011 thusly. Contemporary readers will find all of the Bond novels very much products of their time. 
And either you can overlook that and enjoy them for what they are, or you can't. However, Dr. No has all the worst qualities of Fleming's writing and very little of the best. And finally, other friend of the podcast, Calvin Dyson, hey. said, I could not put this down. He must have glued it to his hands. Mm. So gripping, well plotted, well paced. I loved this reading experience. Wow. There go. So there are our, our, our contemporaries work, reviewing that. <clears throat> what did you think, Mr. Jake Spears? Oh, well, I know I'm we're gonna... not doing preconceived notions, no. but I'm going to start by saying this. I have a feeling I'm going to spend this episode... Episode. Episode. Yeah. Um, trying episode to... Episode is past tense. Episode is past tense. Yes. Episode uh, present tense. Uh, episode future tense. That's unconjugated. Uh, oh, <laughs> that makes sense now. <laughs> um, I'm going to spend this episode... Um, Probably defending this book and proving to you boys that it's not as boring as you think. Okay. All right. Great. Who says we think it's boring? No, yeah. that's just my preconceived assumption. Oh, notion. you think we didn't um, like it. So you liked it a lot. I Well, it's not my favorite and there's definitely flaws. Yeah. But I, I agree with Calvin. I actually really enjoyed the experience of the book. Yeah? Yeah. Mr. Darby Deck? <clears throat> well... I had a mixed. I had a mixed experience with this. With this one, mm. mixed run. Um, wealth of discoveries, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, about the character, about Fleming, about both. About yeah, about the the James Bond experience as it relates to to I guess to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, a, you know, a personal element to it. This I know. I've spoken briefly on the podcast about the fact that my old man was a uh, in his early teen years when the films were first coming out. He. he devoured the novels and loved them mm. um much in the way that i in my early 10 years did that with like the spider-man films you know the official novelization comes out and you go read that like mm, yes that he was kind of a nerd boy nerd fanboy about it and when i told him we were doing these novels for the podcast a little while ago he said dr no is my favorite so that really? was that was very present wow. in my mind as i read through this and i was a, a, lot, a lot of the time trying to figure that out mm. um, while forming my own opinion and also living in that world of... I feel like when I read these, I, I've got the book, the Fleming novel, and then I've got the uh, the film version happening in my head of, like, you know, my idea of doing the, the 50s version of the films as they're written, as they're plotted. Mm. And this one, I think, is a good film, sort of. Not yeah. as good a book. I don't know. I'm, a mi- I'm mixed on it. I'm keen to unpack mm. it. I'm keen That's to unpack it. Yeah, yeah. Brandon, my, my, I, I enjoyed this book. Uh, I didn't hate it, uh, but when it was bad, I agree. I think it's when it's some of Fleming's more egregious moments. Yes, but <clears throat> I think that the film adaptation that we got—I mean, it's probably that it's bloody close. We've had two films of uh, two books in a row now, where it's like, geez, they got most of the best bits actually in the film. Yeah. And I think the film does a good job at getting all the best bits and kind of fixing some of the the not-so-good bits. For sure. In particular, that final chapter of this book shouldn't be in there. And even for the 50s, like you can see it in the reviews, people are like, sex, sadism and snobbery. That final chapter for me, I was like, oh boy. I mean, much of the book. Yeah, and, and, and I know we've talked about this before, but he's very liberal with the N-word in both its varieties. Mm-hmm. Now and we've a got new, a C-1, a, a C-H-word. The Chinese 
we won't say. We won't say it. Um, and yet, the word fuck is a bridge too far. Yeah, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't go there. Or a certain four-letter four word. word. Yes. Or the dash, the dash, dash, dashing. Dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I was enjoying the use of colourful language in the reader's mind in this one. Yes. The, yeah. the fact that people were swearing around Bond and he was doing it a lot. It felt like that was one of the new elements of this particular novel. But yeah, it's, uh, it, was, it was an interesting experience for sure. I think I was very... I was not excited by the start. I, I will say that. Oh, I right. was really worried that this thing was not going to pick up. How did you boys go with the whole... I get it from a, um, a kind of image-based perspective, starting Bond off in this kind of cold, damp, rainy... Uh, oh, you mean when we meet Bond? Uh, the start, yes. Yeah, oh, cause, yeah, because yeah, yeah. the start for me, I was like, oh, the, oh, oh, oh it's the, the start the, of the film. The, pre- yes. ta- yeah. the pre-title like, sequence is, oh, yeah, oh. The pre-title sequence is excellent. Ways, but the, yeah. whole, the whole way into the mission, I thought really stank the house out this time. I, I thought it was a little easy that it's like, this is... A very rare poison, which there is still no antidote to today. There, if you get poisoned by <clears throat> oh, that, yeah, because Bond's dead when half, we leave him. Half survive, like it's like ten percent of people survive it. Oh yeah, mm. there's no Russia with love. Yeah, yeah, from yes. a from a puffer fish, it's a Japanese yes. fugu yeah, ra yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit like, well, you're bloody lucky. Good on you for surviving that. And it's like, oh, did. Come on, like, yeah, it's got to be a bit more. It's pretty throwaway, isn't it? There's got to be a bit it? more than that. Yeah, and it does. Like we have this bloody doctor here who yeah. specialises in this particular poison in Britain. It's, it's a hard, yeah. it's a hard hurdle to get over when it's so clear that Fleming was trying to kill the protagonist at the end of the absolutely, last book. totally. Yeah. And it's when like, now we've got to jumpstart this story again, mm, so yeah. we have to get over this. And I did, I did admire some of the elements of that kind of thread. The way in which M now doubts Bond's ability, I thought was interesting. And the fact, and it does, it does color our way into why Bond's back in Jamaica, which yeah. is, you know, it is, it's, it's mm. a, it's good enough to get us there. Yeah. But, but my, my issue with it was more in the actual. I mean, that the before Strangways dies, the woman gets on the radio and 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 delivers half a message and then is cut off. Yes, you know what I mean. All the evidence for a reasonable-minded intelligence agent would. Go, something stinky's going on yes. here. Yeah. Um, no, I, they've run off together. Yeah. Um, it was all too. Yeah. And that, and that was a problem for me as well with the, a lot of. Uh, he's not a good mystery writer. He's not a good he's mystery a good writer. Detective. Yeah. He writes a good detective mm. who is himself not a good detective. Yes. Not aware of the mystery. It's the, very. It's very strange. Very it's strange. Still trying. Still trying to get used to it with Fleming, but this one again, especially in that first half of the book, just doesn't work for me, especially with like the ways in which Dr. No is conveniently dispatching all who trespass on the island. It's yes. like, you're drawing too much attention to yourself. This is stupid. Yes. You're supposed to be a super genius. Yeah. And that was where a lot of the problems with this novel started for me. It was this, I couldn't quite get past it. And I felt like when I started to enjoy it and latch onto something like the reappearance of Quarrel, you know, these interesting story threads, you'd, you'd start to, I mean... Look, I know I'm jumping all around the place here, but these are my kind of my hot takes. No, but, yes. But, but yeah, the kind of... I felt a lot of connection and DNA with Live and Let Die, which is probably the, the element so that I. I most enjoyed here. Yeah. And I liked the return to the mythological-based storytelling, the idea of nature as being very present, and also this 
this the, the movie scene in my mind of the the night passage where Bond and Quarrel walk sail, the, across. sail across to Crab Key and, and stow the boat and everything. I was like, this thing is working. Yeah. yeah. And then Honey Rider comes in, and you're like, what happened? Naked. Naked. No Naked. bikini. No bikini. No this. bikini. No, that shocked the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah, the front yeah. Cover. It's just a belt. Have you seen the front cover of my bloody book? No. Look at that. Yeah, that's her. Goodness. They might as well show them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah. So this thing was just a constant shift for me between stinker and... This is good stuff. Oscillating. Like, oh, it's, like, it's oscillating. Like a fan. <laughs> like a fan. It's oscillating like a like a desk fan. <laughs> well, Jake, what what are your strongest kind of like cause this is good. We've kind of got we're all spread across the board here yeah, on this yeah. one. Yeah. I mean there were definitely moments where I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit and I was like, come on, Ian. Um, <laughs> but just hearing you speak now, Darves, I I didn't go anywhere near as deep with this book as as, as you as you were. Right. I was I was Surprise, surprise. What are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> I was really enjoying the familiarity. Yeah, sure. It's been so long since I've read a James Bond novel. Mm. And two months now or something. It's yeah. Just yeah. Yeah, it was a while since from Russia. Yeah. It's mm. been nice to revisit the world of James Bond and because it is because we were given such a I, I think a, a, a very faithful uh, film mm. that the the familiarity of it was very I don't know nostalgic. There or was that nostalgia, same as from t- Russia. I was like, ah, oh, this is cool. It's mm. familiar. I'm loving the kind of journey, and I I really felt the environment. Like you talk about the environment, I really felt like I was placed there. Yeah, in Jamaica, and going on that journey, and I was just really enjoying the world, and I was willing to forgive the kind of plot holes. Um, to a point, um, yeah, that, that idea of like, no one understands. It's light on plot though, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. It was spends too much time in rooms, not really advancing. I agree with, uh, old mate Boucher. Oh yes. The, the oh yes. Yes. That's right. He's got know, 8,000, 80,000. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 I mean, just quickly, my hot takes, I, I really love Quarrel and at least from yes. the novel perspective, he's probably my favorite ally. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. This I just I really loved him and I love the connection to um License to Kill and just being back in this world again. I, I really loved it. Um It's like it's got one foot we said this about Live and Let Die, but it does Fleming has a a foot in this kind of swashbuckling pirate yeah. adventure yeah. world. And he likes to take James Bond there and James Bond works really well there. Yeah. I think I really love it when James Bond's in that place. Was and it does <clears throat> license to kill. You said license, which to is pretty much live and let die. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I uh, the guano thing was frustrating the hell out of me. Too many pages spent on bird shit, um, man. It's you know oh, the, the f- that didn't trouble me as much. You That's didn't mind? Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. The fact that Doctor No gets I buried, like... buried by a, a bucket of bird shit. Was... I preferred it to the nuclear stuff. Really? I, like, I yeah. really missed the nuclear stuff. It puts him too on the radar. That was my problem with with it in the film is that because I remember when we reviewed the film we struggled to remember the plot of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the whole thing of like because he's still uh, screwing up with the missiles and that for the Russians. Yeah, he's doing in military stuff. But if he had Paramin. a massive nuclear powered station on that bloody island, they would have found him in an instant, even back in the day. 
So for him to be in the kind of the shit industry, mm. he's literally Look, I, I will, a shit exporter. Yeah, I will say that I didn't mind it as a story device. Like I thought it, yeah, it's yeah. intriguing as a cover and I, yes. I didn't mind a glimpse into that world and learning about the history. Getting it, into it? it was just the amount of time we spent in it that, yeah. that, that, that annoyed I, me. Yeah. I didn't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> I like delving into the shit. <laughs> Yeah, I felt that that there was some wrong turns on Fleming's part with the the revealing and the layering and the mystery around Doctor No. I don't know. Mm. I just don't think that he kind of nailed that. Not quite, not quite this time. But I mean, there, there's work going on in the mind's eye that is kind of, and I guess a lot of that is hindsight in this idea of a mysterious villain living on an island. Like when you hear mention of Doctor No as a reader, you are kind of. Inventing, inventing a lot, yeah, a lot. Yeah. filling in the gaps, yeah. which is empowering as a reader. Anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. giving you something to do. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But then you are inevitably let down by the fact that you've built up the best villain in your head. Mm. He's not going to match that. No, no. and it's and it was like just all the plastic surgery talk of him changing his face and that. I was like, wait, what does he look like? Because the way he describes him, I'm like, what, he has a, a head like a spoon? Oh, I was... <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I was skipping <laughs> skipping, skipping through the monologuing because uh, I just didn't feel it was earned. I didn't feel like I that I, oh. I earned it. As, like that I Fleming cringed. had earned my kind of uh, attention span in yeah. that moment when he started his little... Mo- I was like, come on, I don't even know you, man, and you're just monologuing. Yeah, that, yeah. the quote... The, this mm. quote made me cringe and it's the one they've chosen as the cover quote yeah. mm. and it's the you are right Mr. Bond that is just what I am a maniac all the greatest men are maniacs they are possessed by a mania which drives them forwards towards their goal the great scientists the philosophers the religious leaders all maniacs and it was just that thing of like oh that's that's what people in high school write yeah, 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 such, yeah, yeah. It's like pretending that you understand some, you know, hidden inner working of, the, you know, the criminal mind or whatever. I think his monologues in the film are much, much better. Yeah. You know, that I mean, that Dr. No's monologue, how he's like, well, the criminal mind must be better than the than the regular mind because it has to evade and it has to blah, blah, blah. It's like... Mm. That's it. It's the little things that I kept picturing the film. Yes. And when I wasn't... It was a strange thing for me um, with with Bond himself. It was Sean Connery in everything I recognised and all the parts I liked. Mm. And then as soon as the character I felt slip away, I started going, that's Ian Fleming. All I can see mm. is Ian Fleming being like, you know, let me bite your goddamn hand. Put your hand in my mouth. I'm going to bite your hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you dirty old bird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't feel... I don't know. I I get, yeah, I think I said this earlier, but I get this, because the sadism and that has kind of been a part of all of them so far. Yeah. But it's made for a slightly, you know, we've had, we've all had problems with it here and there, but it's made for a kind of complex character in moments where you're like, geez, he really is an anti-hero. Well, Bond is really kind of, yeah, the physical aspect for Fleming is really key. I find, I, I want a book where Bond isn't, you know, completely physically destroyed <laughs> but but i don't think we're gonna get that i think he's just gonna be more and more wounded and yeah mangled which and... is interesting at the start of this when the doctor's basically like oh i don't know how much your man has got left in him so I'm yes, gentle yeah. with him, but well i don't think he's done yet but be careful 
Yeah, the I idea love that that pisses M off too. Yeah. That he's like, of course he's gone off and done this. They, I loved mm. M in this, actually. Was, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. you know what? You're going to take the new gun, mate. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Mm. I'm your boss. No no soft talking from yeah. M. It was, it's very good. Yeah, very true. Mm. But yeah, I just mm. found that when the, those sadistic ex- parts came in, particularly because he's meant to be juxtaposed against Dr. No, whose whole thing is... I'm Mr. Sadism. Let mm. me count the ways that I can torture you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of went, hang on. What are you saying putting these two men opposite each other? And it didn't feel like he actually knew. It almost... Fe- and I look, this is just my reading of it. Mm. But I kept going, does he realise that it makes Bond look a little gross? Well, it's interesting because one of the... I mean, I don't know if I'm quite talking to your point here but right. but um the one of the things that i have loved about james bond the character in the novels mm. and what i think like the sadism thing does jump out at me but i feel like it's always through a lens of how much can one man endure for the greater good so for me bond uh, yeah bond is i'm all... more talking his sadism it, particularly in his kind of sexual perversion yes and yeah yes, exactly yeah, but yeah. It, for example in the trials oh the, that the... stuff is yeah his endurance of them but is... that's still quite sadistic in its own way oh yes but mm. but that's because that's dr no's sadism that, yeah yeah whereas and and because we he's bond has had sadistic and masochistic uh, elements to him in previous novels but mm. it's always been an interesting kind of extra flourish you know it's an extra brush stroke in the painting I see of what him. You mean, yeah. whereas in this when sometimes they just went to a point where i was like i think you've gone too far here actually mm-hmm. i think Can you think he... of it like of, of bond's kind of view you mean of his perspective it, it, yeah. that that final chapter is yeah, the yeah. biggest one for me yeah where i was just like what are we doing like, wh- how did we get here? Mm. How did we... Why has this scene not stopped? Why does? Why is it called slave time? Why, you know, this kind of... You mm. know her history. Mm. You know yeah. what she's I been know. through. It's a strange choice to go there. It's really yeah. odd. Yeah. Because even though, like, there's been lines crossed with characters like Solitaire and Romanova and, and all mm. that kind of stuff, it was still... It didn't feel like Bond was just going, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll get mine. Yeah, mm. it always felt like he would catch himself and be like, "Jesus, what are you doing, yeah. old boy?" No, but in now. this, Stay he focused. was just like, Pfft. "I'm back, baby." Well, he back he from the he, dead. he does deny it a lot. He does deny it a lot. Yeah, it stood out to me. There was he, quite he, a bit of restraint, and which yeah. quite until su- there's not. It surprised mm. me that last chapter because I didn't think we were going to get there. Yeah, mm. I didn't think this was going to be consummated. I didn't think we were going to get a scene like that. And then all of a sudden, they're the Connery in, moments for me. Entire chapter dedicated to this. I'm like, and then I'm Fleming. Get, get rid of it. And the fact that he even mm. wrote in that chapter, "Are you a virgin?" And then have and you her, know that and she's then have not. her reply. He wrote, "You know this. Yes. I've already told yes. you." Yeah, it's an odd, odd passage, and I feel like an editor probably said please don't put this in mm-hmm. particularly in the 50s of all times yeah particularly with the controversy of things like lolita and all that yeah, at, yeah. at the time because she's just 20 kind of go, as well there's no wrong. way he's not aware of what he's writing here yeah. yeah it's just odd but like i say there are huge swaths of this novel where i'm having the best time and bond is great yeah it's just mm. those 
those tiny little moments and that re- it's the way that the book ends and because that's the thing that's most mm. that's the recent in my mind well, it's the yeah. last taste you have it's mm. like oh, and there was bitter. a little a flash of that actually interestingly enough in Quarrel's character too oh it, yeah how yeah do you mean? um in that that sort of this the sadism present in his in, like I thought Quarrel was a was a big friendly giant right. that's how I've always viewed him he's a, he's a good-hearted man who understands Jamaica understands the, the land and nature and the way of things and, and, and has a good moral compass. Mm. But then in his uh, control and the kind of pleasure he takes out of... of uh, want of, me to break her arm. Want me to break her arm, the yeah. photographer that he captures, it is a little bit like, this doesn't feel like quarrel or it's kind of ruining quarrel a little bit for me in the same way as Kamal Khan was ruined. Um, oh. It, not Kamal Khan, sorry. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Octopussy then. I was like, from, oh, do oh, go on. Okay. <laughs> uh, from Russia with Love. Uh, oh, uh, Red Grant. Red Grant. No, no, no. The... Oh, Karim oh, Bay. Uh, Karim Bay. Karim Bay. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. In the same way that Karim Bay was sort of altered or yeah. discoloured for me. Um, yeah, mm. a little bit of that. And also, it was strange with Coral as well. It's almost like, I don't know if I was just picking up on this because I knew his death was coming. Yeah. But it's almost like Fleming started to, ta- to detach himself from Coral as a human. A little bit in those last. I, th- I felt that oh, the okay, yeah. the use of language, s- instead of being clear and, and well written, started to revert more to that use of. Yeah, that's that guy over there. That's that guy over there, and, and, and then, he's using the Jamaican turn of phrase and the Jamaican kind of yeah. uh, dialect. You know, yeah. Dialect, yeah. and it became harder to read, and it was like, what's going on here? Uh, there was a lot of that in this book for me. And but, then in equal turns too, because I had the same feeling. Mm. There's, there's bizarrely more emotional impact for Bond in the novel on Quarrel's death and Quarrel's than there death is, is in beautifully the handled in yeah, the novel. Yeah, because in the film yeah. it's like, oh, Jesus, he goes to go to him and then the guards stop him. But yeah. there's that lovely moment of like... Where he asks to see the body. Yeah. yeah, sees the body, puts sand over the eyes. Yeah. It's very, it's 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 very World War, War II kind of thing of mm. like bury the dead, yeah. you know, almost kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even though I hate that final chapter, he even brings him up again. After, what's his name? Quidditch. And he dwells Quidditch, on him um, as well. Deadmore. What's his name? The colonial... Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, his old mate. Uh, not Pendle. the governor, but... Pen- Pen- oh, yeah, Pendle. Pendle. No. Pendle, um, uh, Pendle. switch. <laughs> <laughs> Pendle Smith wild. Yeah, it's something like it. He's like the... Jo- he's Pendle not, Smith? He's Someone not the Pendle governor, Smith. is he? He's no, like, he's not the governor. He's, he's the one going, the Secretary of State will want to talk to you, but yeah, uh, yeah. sorry about old man in there. He's, yes. Uh, you know. Yeah. Pendle Smith, I think it is. Pendle Smith. Yeah. Maybe you're right there, actually. That sound right. Don't ring a bell. Yeah, he... After he says, yeah, too rude to him, he has the little moment of like, and he remembered Quarrel that and fine he, And man. he thinks on Quarrel in the, uh, when they're taken to Dr. No's luxurious hotel for the criminally insane. Best chapter title. Mink yeah, Line Prison. Mink Line Prison. I got Beautiful. another thought on that. I think that they well. have that in the movie. I think Connery mentioned says that because I could only hear it in his voice. But geez, yeah. when I saw that, heard that chapter title, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, very yeah. good. Um, he does kind of, there's a there's a depressed moment for James Bond, which I quite liked, where he found himself like luxuriating and waiting for this trial. And he doesn't even mention Quarrel in that moment, but I, as a reader, was really picking up on his lament, oh. where he was like really just overwhelmed by the things and had taken a moment to himself to, I think it says... Uh, that she left Bond to his um, miserable lament, or it's a line oh, kind right. of like yeah, that, or right. something like that, where you just see him sitting at a table thinking on the loss of his friend. And I don't know, that came mm. out to me, but 
Yeah, a lot of beauty in this book, a lot of lovely images. and Yeah. And, but but that, um, what I will say about Dr. No as being important to the, uh, the sort of overall Bondian legacy, I want to know more about why, if you do know Brandon, mm. being an expert in the field, um, why they went with this one as the first film. But to me, my, when we got to fir- Mink-Lined Prison, yeah. and we spoke about this earlier today, it was kind of like, oh, I get it. The full vision unraveled for me. You'd been on this swash, swashbuckling kind of epic and then picture yourself in like early 60s when things are starting to get fashionable and in, in yeah. that, and, and extravagant and you get to that place, that mink-lined prison and it's all a little bit funny and a little bit 60s and a little bit kooky. It's like, put that on screen. Like, yeah. get that happening. Well, it was... The first version of it was meant to be a... Um, uh, what's his name? Not Roxbury. Fleming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Roxbury. Roxbury. Richard Roxbury. Hello, Sean Redwood Connery. Roxbury. Redwood Roxbury. <laughs> Come and do my movie. <laughs> he wrote it in the in the fifties as a, a screenplay. It was ah. meant to be in some like probably another one of those TV anthologies yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. the Hardwood Murder Mystery. Climax. <laughs> yeah, climax. <laughs> um, but it never got made, obviously. Um, and I think that there was. I remember watching a behind-the-scenes thing, fact-check for next week, for oh. tomorrow, actually, because <laughs> we're recording a couple of these. <laughs> um, I remember something to do with uh, it being the cheapest one for them to film. Gotcha. It was it was one of the easier ones for them to film because yeah. it doesn't have many locations. No, it doesn't. Oh. But, yeah, something about that, that, that kind of, you know, that bombastic energy, like the 1967 Casino Royale, there's an essence in here. Yeah. And it's yeah, I think it's quite, quite an important one for uh, like an an anchor that Saltzman and Broccoli kind of bit into a little bit and went, oh, this could work. I can mm. see the money in this. Yeah. I can see the fun in this. It's mm. like it's present here. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And the the exoticism of 100%. of of the yeah, Caribbean, yeah. I think yeah. as well. Because would have been like, oh my god, film comes out what the, the book's 1958, 59, 59, 59, I think. and the movie's what 62, mm-hmm. 62. It's interesting. The book was written and published before Jamaican Independence. The movie comes out after, or the year of Jamaican Independence. Oh, really? Is that 59? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 60. movie, the movie, 62, is Jamaican Independence. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the novels... So they filmed under it being under English rule, and then it was released after. When did they make the movie? Well, they well, made they it in 62 and released it by the end of the year. Yeah, right. Well, they would have. They would have been down there during that transitional wow. you know, crossover of power or the, the independence and things like that. Yeah, right. So you've got this kind of interesting time of Fleming writing about a colonial Jamaica, colonial Kingston, and then... It's the actually time, all changing. It's, mm. all, it's a changing world. It's mm. sort of coming to the end of this era. Mm. England's balance in the Caribbean and... Yeah, right. It's an interesting kind of other... Element, L- element, another mm-hmm. layer alive. In I think that the introduction in this one goes on about that a little bit. Yeah, okay. One picks up the vintage 007. Yes, edition. who does the intro in that one? Mm. Uh, that's by Doctor No. Oh no, that's the book. <laughs> ah. <laughs> two, two blokes, Sam Bourne, aka Jonathan Friedland. All right, oh, no one, oh, one fella, one fella, aka also known fella, as uh, also Bourne. known as. Ah, oh, aka is yeah, also, yes, known as, also known as uh, aka yes. um, also Con- known as conjugated verb. Hang on, actually no, it's fifty-eight. I apologise. Oh, you, you, we need to go back and re-record I all of that. that title. Yes, 
Well, may you. Uh, Simon Winder is the author of The Man Who Saved Britain and the author of the uh, foreword. And it is literally the shortest foreword I've seen. It, four words? It pretty much could be. It's the same four words over two pages. <laughs> what do you guys think of Bond in this? Bond the man, do we learn anything new about him? Do we see... Is it the same man? Is it a new James Bond? He's starting to become a very... Um, not st- the wrong- stayed is the wrong word, but I'm going to use it. Stayed, <laughs> stayed. as um, a constant, unwavering, yes. stagnant. Yes, stagnant. Not, yeah. not developing. Not developing. I arrested really, development. Yeah, I really feel like it's a man who is well into this job now, and I think he just has a superhero that he likes writing. That's mm. what I get from it now. Mm. I'm starting. I'm starting to get the. Oh, yep. Okay, I know who Bond is. I'm going to get him for a couple of books now. Mm, mm. Really feels like he's more interested in doing other things around Bond now yes. than he was, say... And I think that starts in From Russia With Love yeah. because we spend bloody 60 pages without, without Bond. Him. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that one. Bond doesn't strike me as anything... There are no... I don't know. Are there any actions, like particular things he does in this that are... Uh tell us anything new i would say the only scene that gives us a new glimpse at him would be the centipede in the bed i thought that was pretty cool that he's Uh, shit scared of bugs that he's very quite terrified of of bugs and also just on that centipede thing it brought back a memory that happened to me really the centipede in the bed happened to me when i was about 13 years old oh god that's disgusting and if my sisters ever listen to this podcast they will love it because they love this story (laughs) But I remember waking up, because basically in the book, if you're not familiar with this scene, it's incredible when Bond kind of Chapter wakes... Chapter 4, up. I believe. Is it? I think Is it? No, it's much later than that, it Jake. It has to be. No, Come on, Jake. Does he doesn't get there that quickly, Maybe. does he? But anyway, there's a centipede, which we never learn where the centipede came from either. No. But um, there's a centipede in his bed and it crawls up his leg and Bond thinks about how venomous they are and we're kind of in this silent terror... As uh, the centipede's crawling all over his body until he eventually gets into a position where he can shake him off, and there's it even goes this all the way over his eyes. And there's, well, there's this incredible passage where he talks about um, I won't read it, but he talk, talks about the fact that his hair actually literally stands up on end yes. out of fear, and, and he's never, like, "Oh my god, that actually happened." I thought it was a turn of phrase. <laughs> I thought it was a turn of phrase. <laughs> I've never experienced yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah, that totally happened to me. I woke up one night and there was a sticky thing on my face, and I remember oh. I remember peeling it up, and it and it peeling. So you. <laughs> Like oh, feeling it coming, the grip of it coming. And, and I remember being half asleep and going, oh, what was that? And then doing it again and going, oh, what was that? And like throwing it on the ground and just screaming oh, for my that's, dad. That's disgusting. And then him walking in and I'm going, what is it? What is it? He goes, it's a fucking centipede. <laughs> Getting his slipper. It's like, I could have died. I could have 100% died. Centipedes are dangerous, dangerous things. They are very dangerous. Mm. And down here, they're even... Yeah. yeah. So that was a little weird That's... little flashback moment. God, well, you've yeah, had a Bondian experience. Yeah, I've Bond had a Bondian experience. But um, I don't know if there's any real. He was violently sick after that moment. He was very he violently ill. He got. He was so scared that he vomited. Yeah. Mm. Fear is a big aspect of this book. I found, mm. I, and it's a very small detail, but it stood out to me. I thought Bond was very hard on himself in this book. Okay. There were a number of times where we go into Bond's head and he's talking to himself. Mm. 
and you're an idiot you're stupid idiot no one likes you essentially yes Fleming's wow, kind you picking of, up on that tell me more well there's a few moments where he's like just keep going just, you're not as you're not as hurt as you think you are you're going, yeah, you know, yeah. if you were in an emergency unit they'd slap a bandaid on you and kick you out it's nothing think of the girl let's keep moving and like he's pushing himself through these kind of moments and I was mm. like I don't know whether I'd really notice moments like that in other in other novels just I know the will to survive in Casino Royale maybe has, features a little bit of that talk but I thought it reminded me of Moonraker Cl- climbing up the vents yeah. yeah there was climbing definitely echoes of that for sure mm. There were echoes of all of the books in this yeah, one. Yeah, there was a lot going on. This one, weirdly for me, in this age of the cinematic universe, I do like, with the with the 2020 hindsight, look at how Fleming's doing it. 2021 hindsight. It's 2021. <laughs> but 2021-2020 hindsight. Keep up. Uh, <laughs> um, he, does, he builds his universe out quite uh, subtly. And, uh, and, and, and the effect of it, I was a little let down by it in the early books because I was like... Oh, maybe he's not aware of what he's of the the universe he's building, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right, but yeah. I, I didn't like that there wasn't much carryover between novels. But I've got to say, after six of them now, the tapestry is quite rich. Mm. Where it's like, actually, you don't need to constantly refer to yourself. It is okay just to kind of go, oh, blonde bomb fort of solitaire. That's actually all right to do that. Yeah, that's mm. sort of enough. Just to, to you don't have to do some flashback scene and reintroduce her as a character or do anything silly. Yeah, and, that whole thing. yeah, yeah. But just, having a moment of Bond looking out over the water and seeing the um, the island, the island of surprise. Yes, and, exactly. And thinking back on you know that for me was lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, sort yeah. of element. Um, it really felt like a proper. Um, I really feel like if we were to tackle. Say we get a four film contract to do four novels. <laughs> yes, yes. It w- it would be great to go like in the fifties, do Moonraker, Live and Let Die, From Russia with Love, and then this one. Oh, I think reckon? that's a great little arc. Well, that's interesting. I reckon there might be one coming well, maybe. up that you would substitute this for. Yeah, right. I reckon. But I, well, just Where in the way be that like, this. Oh, I'm going to make that. You'll well, be like, I'll make that. Oh, for yeah, sure. okay, gotcha. Because they haven't made it yet. And I don't think they'll they'll make it in the. But the way that this ties so well into it's like you go one big world world uh, saving story to open up Bond and and show what a hero he yep. is, and then something more personal where we introduce a few characters, and then another mission where his age starts to come into it and his vulnerability, and returning to that second island world again yeah. as a kind of recap to revisit, or maybe it's the fifth one and there's a fourth one in between. Mm. But there is a nice little cinematic arc forming for me where you, yeah. yeah I don't know just food for thought we see a lot of detective bond in this we do oh mate policeman bond when he yeah. opens very much a yeah cop. and the first one of the first really good uh hotel examination hotel room examination scenes yeah yes. setting his little booby traps setting his booby traps opening the door and the way Fleming writes about how he kind of stands at the threshold and surveys and, yes. and the f- picking up the fruit and, and examining the fruit for the pinprick and the, taking yeah, them all over to the sink and it's, getting it's good stuff that stuff's awesome yeah yeah and I keep thinking because I was thinking about this while I was reading Doctor No is that I remember when Casino Royale the film came out and it, I was like, oh, they, they've nailed this kind of Fleming vibe and they're going to, hopefully the films go back to more Fleming roots. Mm. That's the stuff that I would think of when it comes to Fleming. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, proper spy proper, shit. Yeah, exactly. Like. My thing is you just need to go Check a room. Back. Yeah. Check, check a room. Check your room. For goodness sake. Yeah. You have yeah. a smartphone. I've got a phone that can tell me where all the bloody planes in the world are. <laughs> 
check a room. What's Bond got? Talk, yeah, yeah, talk yeah. to someone. And and uh, what was the thing uh, I loved where he, uh, where Pendle Smith. Um, oh, Pladel Smith. Pladel Smith. Pladel Smith uh, is talking about the fact that he'd read Bond's file, and Bond is like, "How did you? How did you manage to see that file? Just curious. I just want to, you know, the file yeah. of, of the Live and Let Die mission, and happy oh, sitting yes, out on the yes. treasurer's desk. That that excellent light detective work where you see He's Bond working on. away. He's yeah. always yeah, on. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I I think I've said said this earlier. It's very when it's Close to the film, yeah. it's very much. They have adapted that. Yeah, it's pretty very good. bloody well. Yeah. That that whole um, when they go to Pussfella's bar and that. Yeah, I was hearing jump up, jump up. Yeah, boy, yeah. Oh. yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm I, there. The girl who was like, oh, you're hurting my arm. Totally. I was like, yep, I see her. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. But finally, I don't know if I don't know if this is just because I'm in the. <laughs> it's silly. I don't know. There's something in my head. When I've been reading these books, I've been letting it happen because it makes me giggle. <laughs> but it's always Roger Moore these days for me. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I read these books now. It's Roger, and it's funny as hell, and it just <laughs> it just works. I just picture that him. That would be such a different experience. <laughs> yeah, because he's so Sean Connery for me. Well, it's definitely it's hard not to see Connery. But, yeah, yeah. But I there's just just react, especially arriving at the mink. The mink line, mink yes. line prison. I was like, it's just Roger. It's Roger all over. It's definitely. In I there. get where you're coming from. There's mm. definitely a few moments where, like, there was some humorous moments in this. Even and when he's a gentleman, too. he yeah. is a gentleman. Yeah. And even those little moments too, when he gets the the analysis sent back about the fruit. Yeah, yeah. And there's just that little kind of tongue in cheek from the analyst saying, well, "You should probably get a new grocer." Yeah. It's yeah. like just little yeah, kind of totally. Rogy type things. For sure. Like, I see how they plucked that out and built yeah, and the Rogy verse. That's exactly out of right. These, out yeah. Of the same character. Yeah, that it is still James Bond, but it's a slightly different side. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of Craig in this. Actually, Did you? Particularly mm. during the trials at the end. There oh, was yeah. a moment in particular where I thought of Craig, and it's when he dispatches the big guard. Before he gets to Doctor No, mm-hmm. and he there's this passage where he says he he choked him out and threw him down, and before he could even see where the body had landed, he had looked up and started surveying another part. It was like mm-hmm. this moment of like he was so sure that he had killed him that he was looking around then for, for the his next, next victim. While the body's went, still falling, that yeah. is Daniel Craig in Casino Royale. Mm. There's and never the been a bomb that does crane. anything like that. Yes, yeah, like Jumping true. into the crane true. and overpowering yeah, the driver. Yeah. I got a big Craig flash in that. Yep, yeah, very true. I must say, one of my favourite sequences, and it does connect back to the film, is the whole um, hiding in the lagoon with the bamboo. Oh, mate. Oh, yeah. Mate, what come an incredible on. sequence. That was great. And see the, seeing the, the spectre, spectre, <laughs> you know, of the, the sneaky bastard that walks up five minutes after. And yeah, oh, and Fleming's, Fleming's detail in thought, like... Bond sitting there thinking, I wonder if they'll notice the brown patch because they came up quickly to get a breath and, and, stirred, yeah, the and stirred the mud up. And I wonder if they'll spot that or if you'll just keep walking. And oh, it's so much. Yeah, I love it. And I wish he'd spend more time in those moments. I know. I wish he wouldn't try and pack all this. Totally, because it's, shit it's just a bit weird. like, oh, I'm going to have a look at her bum. It's like, <laughs> there's time for that later. <laughs> you can look at her mannish bum later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
I'm like, stay in the cool shit. Stay in the cool shit. Because when he does those action sequences, I'm like, this is the best. Well, I got to say in this one, I don't know if it was just fatigue, and I know I've remarked on this before, but for me, it seems like there is so much detail in Fleming's descriptions until there isn't. Yeah, when when yeah. Bond is in the road of trials, my geography was fucked. I had yeah, yeah. no idea what was going yeah. on. He was just crawling through black tubes and through spider webs, and it's like, yeah. does he just want this to be more elemental, or is, is he really struggling to convey geography? Where are we Where going? Where are we going? What is this? What are we in? Yeah. What's happening? Like, I had to keep going back to Connery with his torn-out pockets, climbing the vent in... In the film. Yeah. Mm. I was yeah. like, that's the only way I can make sense of this. It's, yep, Brandon, just remember that they did that in the film. There's, you're fine. I just couldn't picture the physical spaces. Oh, I'm with and you. it's like, I'm usually that's, it's all physical spaces. Yeah. It's all what we can see and feel and touch. But he comes up to a cage and I'm going to use the cage to create a spear. Yeah. So what the fuck oh, are you doing? And that spear <laughs> is still down his bloody trouser leg by the time I mean, he gets to the. And he's also shocked by octopus. something. There's an electric shock. Yes, and, yes, and then, yep. and then he holds a lighter, which scares away a swarm of tarantulas. It's like, no, you yes. would need a big stick torch thing. To... That that is <laughs> some of the trials I thought were were genuinely ludicrous. Yeah, giant crabs oh, to yeah. try and Torture pick apart e- a honey child. Yes. Yeah, and the fact that she's like, well, crabs. Crabs don't don't eat you unless you thrash and have an open and wound. Like, have an open They'll wound. just walk over the top of you. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> they nearly did that in the film. I know. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that deleted the, the, her, scene. Yeah, her still. Yeah, the her. Uh, what? So they did do it and didn't use With it. Us, us they tried. Animals. Yeah, they tried, but they couldn't get any of the crabs anywhere near her or something oh, like right. that. It looked rightly so it looked ridiculous, and all you had to do was read that fucking passage to mm, be yeah. like, let's not. Well, you don't actually see it in the book. Like no, not, she explains. She explains. She explains it. it yes. but you don't see it no. happening. Yeah, Where the hell yeah. do you come from? Giant crabs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I a, a silly, silly moment from the film that actually really worked for me in this. Mm-hmm. I think you might be able to guess it. Silly moment in the film. Which, no. Remember we saw the it, dragon. The dragon. Ah, yeah. When that appeared on the in the film, we were like, "What is, what is that? that?" Yeah. I thought his description of the kind of buggy dragon, mm. I let my mind wander a little bit. I tried to. And I went into uh, Power Rangers mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Like, I tried to... My only anchor was trying to understand from the perspective of Honey Rider as she had kind of crawled up the island in her flashback passage and gotten to the to the the, the stakeout where the two men had yes. lived or whatever. Yeah, when can. she first sees the dragon, I was like... Could she conceivably have really thought she saw a beast? And I tried to picture her imagery, you know, huddled yeah. and seeing the, the seeing the flame. And it's like, I, I could sort of buy that, I guess. Mm-hmm. What I was really thankful for, that Bond didn't buy that shit. Yes. And no. that he, he said immediately, unlike the film, which is confusing in that territory, he says immediately, oh, that's a buggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But none of the, like the native, none of the locals... Um, are able to tell that that's not a machine. Yeah. And we had that same well, problem we with the film for, where for we're sure? like... Yeah, yeah, because there's the, the, the guy who... Even Quarrel's telling the story. They have the, to- the, the story of the guy who, who... The only guy who's ever escaped the island or whatever it is, and they're like, he saw the dragon and it was blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, 
Quarrel does on. need to be reassured by James yeah, that it's just a, it's just a it's just a car. It's not yeah. actually a yeah. dragon. I don't know. I kind of lean into the idea of like, all right, if you're gonna get the rumor mill gets running and small town gossip, and all of a sudden there's this myth making around this idea yeah. of a dragon living. Protecting you've got to go the whole hog if you're gonna it's do like, it. Right? Okay, sure, but yeah, I mean, if someone actually not sees simple. it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Come on. And, yeah. and he, he does have a tendency to write, particularly when Bond gets away from the colonial part of Jamaica. Yeah. He's the bloody smartest person and everyone around him has no fucking idea what a toothbrush is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it starts to get a bit like, oh, mate. And then it's like you get to the villain and it's like, oh, but he's the smart one. Mm, but yeah. of course, that means he's evil. It's this yeah, thing yeah, of yeah. like, oh, j- just one, one time, <laughs> maybe make the Bond woman maybe a bit more knowledgeable than yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Come on. She's yeah. in her own fucking hometown. What, what did you guys How think of Honey Rider? not more? I struggled. So I listened to the audio uh, book, which is expertly narrated on Audible by um, Hugh Quarshie, mm. um, who, if uh, you don't know, he was um, he's in the first Star Wars film, and but I know him as Solomon from Doctor Who in the uh, in the Daleks Take Manhattan uh, two-parter from Nerd. Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he narrates it, and he does the way he does Honey's voice. I thought she was. For a while there, I thought I'd misheard her description mm. and that she was black. Jamaican. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was black Jamaican. But because right. he does that, he does a pretty heavy Jamaican accent for her. Yeah. Mm. That's very similar to the um, the way that the, the nanny that raised her gotcha. um, spoke. Yeah. Uh, but that aside, she's not... There's not much of a character to latch onto. Like, if someone presented that character to me and said, play that character, there's pretty much two things you can do, which is take your kid off. <laughs> yep. And run around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if, if that was a character, if that was... You took away the, the gender and just made it, yep, there's a male character for you to play, Brandon. I'd be like... Not much there. Not much there. It's a light on the ground. I mean, by the time you get to the end of the novel, you've got maybe a little bit of info to make a few decisions. Yeah. I feel like... Do you feel like you're always colouring in a little bit, though? Oh, for sure. For sure. All of his women. All of his women. You're having to make excuses and and join threads. You go, I would picture her to be this, so I I think she actually would have said it like that. She, I've got to say... Nothing against Honey Honey Rider. <laughs> but she's my least favourite one so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. It really screwed the pooch for me. And it's a stupid name. It's a stupid name. And the, the fact that she's presented as this wild thing, you know, with like scraggy hair and rags as clothes and, and you know, Bond's spying on her on the beach and she just appears out of nowhere like a kind of waif or what do you call them? Uh, um, yeah, like a siren. Or, like a yeah, siren yeah. or some mm. sort of element. and she's Or a dugong. She just <laughs> like I I admired that she was strong-willed, but that's about all that I could attribute to her. Yeah. It's like, well done, Ian. You wrote a strong-willed female character. She's not empowered and she's not 
intelligent. Yeah. So you've got... She's not capable. <laughs> she's not capable. Well, she just knows that crabs won't eat her if she lies still. That's right. She's kind and... I mean, look, there's some real problems with Honey Rider. Let's lay them out on the table. Yep. There's The thing is, she had, she she has a broken nose. Yes. Right, which apparently not makes... Anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> which apparently <laughs> makes her into some, yeah, some big disfigured monster. And yeah. Bond has to really look past it and like promise her that if I they get through all that. this, that she'll... He'll, He'll pay get for his her nose, nose job. but he does think later on. Oh, but maybe she's not too bad with the nose. No, it's grown oh, on me. It's a part of you. Uh, I really love you with I it. Now, don't to, change it. Yeah, that was really killing me. Um, and the fact that she also longed to be uh, a call a girl. girl. Yes. That was oh, what that's she. Right. That's all what the girls in the village make a lot of money. Money is from being, girls. and she wants. She values <sighs> this character. Values money of that's all things. Right. I've just remembered what happens to her too. Does she come back in another book? She's briefly mentioned like Tiffany Case is. She ends up marrying like an an actor. What? Or she becomes an actress. What? Oh. Which is essentially, back in those days, to become an actor was like, was was essentially being a prostitute. Yeah. Really? Oh, the the two professions are very, very... (laughs) They've got a long history. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, that's all right. the big yeah, Hollywood stars up. of the 50s and 60s were essentially call girls. <laughs> In the mind of Ian Fleming. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, she wants to be it's a, a She's girl. a very broken and... Uh, she lives in the ruins of her destroyed family home. Which is an interesting idea. Yeah. Um, if you're writing a Greek myth... If you're writing a Greek myth... Which or, he's not. Or you're writing a proper love story where you're going to spend time understanding that character. Well, but for me, I'm like, that's so mythological that that is in the world of magic. It is. She's like a fairy. She needs spells and magic to... For me to buy that because yeah, otherwise yeah. i'm like no she's dead after the first winter yeah <laughs> she's in the tropics monsoon baby <laughs> <laughs> mosquitoes yeah she's dead yeah she's Stop dead of malaria malaria malaria, malaria. <laughs> malaria. <laughs> that's malaria malaria trump <laughs> <laughs> that's my laria not yours <laughs> malaria yeah but god no. i can't believe i did that <laughs> points off ian for honey rider in this book i think yeah, I I really I don't think we're going to get what we want from the female characters in these novels. I wonder if we've seen the best that we I'm holding out hope for Tracy. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 What's the what would we say is the closest to being a real human being that we've had so far? Vespa. Vespa you said, you gets said that close. quickly. Vespa gets pretty close. She has a shaky start, but her, the I ending does a lot for her. Yeah, I yeah. definitely had problems with her when the we, ending when does we a read lot. it. But mm. yeah, that mm. I can't stop thinking about the back half of Casino It's great. Royale. It's very good. Sensational. Mm. Would we put anyone else? Tiffany Case uh, is yeah. close, actually. Maybe, but she's too much of a an object still. I just hate that book. Diamonds are forever. I yeah, can't I, I can't stand it. Yeah, it's a I, shit one. The more I think about it, I'm like, that is silly. That exists. Yeah. Mm. None of the Bond films the have been that. Oh, no. I tell you that. Back. I I want <laughs> I want to believe in Romanova's story, but I just don't. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's hard. I, I yeah. I I think she's probably 
a close one. Close, maybe. But it's not it's not a character I like. Solitaire's it's a It's not no a go. character I enjoy reading. Solitaire, definitely. See, I've matter. got a real soft spot. <laughs> Moonraker? Really not much of a soft spot, because oh. I can't remember a name, but... Helga Brandt. Hel- uh, not Helga um, Brandt. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea, go, go late, lady. Um, <laughs> Moonraker, uh, yes. Moonraker. She's not bad. Hilda, Hilda uh, Bruckenheimer. Hilda Bruckenheimer. Hilda Brandt. Hilda. Hilda. Brand. Brand. Gala Brand. Gala Brand. Gala Brand. Is the hell bread? Is the bread? Is the bread? Gala. Is the bread Gala. Gala. Brand. Helga's. Yes. Hel- Helga Brand. <laughs> is the brand? Is the brand Helga? Yeah. Gala. No, it's Gala Brand. It's Gala Brand. Ah. That's how the saying goes. <laughs> that's, that's the ad. Now I remember. Yeah, oh. she's up there for me. It's a fucking sauna in here. <laughs> really oh, sweating holy up. Moly. I think it's about. We're nearly there. I We're think nearly it's about there. 40, 45 <laughs> degrees in here. But keep, keep going. <laughs> Last man standing. I'll man. die for this podcast. <laughs> Can't wait till summer's fucking done. Oh Get back to those God. winter recordings. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're talking about the Helga. The, the, the Hel- Gala Brand. She's Gala not Brand. bad. She's not bad. She's she's good. There are still some. Speed humps there to yeah, get over. Yeah, for sure. I think that's probably the best I can think of. Not that I'm mm. giving examples, but uh, mm. what do you th- do? You like Honey Child? Um, Honey I can't Child. Remember writer. if you spoke because my brain is is boiling. <laughs> no, I only kind of gave my thoughts on Honey Child, and I think I was like, "Yeah, hate it." <laughs> <laughs> um, there were times where I felt it wasn't egregious, but then there were others where it was just. Extremely egregious. He gave her a, a quirk where she can like talk to animals. Well, yeah, oh, she read the yeah. encyclopedia that's, as a child. That's right. She started with Disney a. princess. Yes. Which is where everyone fucking starts. Ian Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the fact that she's you know whether or not we buy it, the fact of the matter is that she is from the age of fifteen to the age of twenty living alone. You know, essentially hunting, gathering, surviving by herself. And understanding shell commerce. And, <laughs> yes. yeah, selling rare shells on the black market to a dealer in Miami. She's clearly someone who's surviving. So she's got some kind of survival mechanism, some kind of initiative that's allowing her to keep on keeping on. But... It's the same issue in the, in the in the film. In the film, they've layered in this other subplot that Doctor No has killed her father, and that she's on the island to seek revenge, and finally kill Doctor No. And in the film, that's completely abandoned. So, I, I my question is to Mister Fleming again: Why the fuck is she still on the island? Yeah. Why is she still hanging around? Why does Bond? Because her canoe gets destroyed. Like. But why does Doctor No allow her? He knows of everything well, they on do, the island. They do try and cover that, that she's been chased before, that she they have spotted her before. before. That maybe there's a possibility that one local girl collecting shells it's is too better much than of a Mowgli for me. Dogs. That's no. a problem with me. Is and, and I know it's very much of the time, but it's that the kind of the white girl, the white kid... Tarzan Yeah sort of. it's Tarzan It's Mowgli It's that thing yeah, of like yeah. Well you know She survived Because she's a Survivor well, You don't want me to say it Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, a bit yeah, like right. Alright And yeah. he calls her Tarzan Oh yes Yes There he is does. an actual yeah. mention Of oh, my yeah. female Tarzan There's a bit of Rudyard Kipling Stuff in there Where yeah. it's like Alright Alright 
No, she'd be dead. Which she historically, would... you know, going back to that point of like, there's clearly a political social debate going on around Jamaica's independence, and not that I condone any of it, but no, you know, no, coming on. through the, the thoughts and opinions, the thoughts and opinions. <laughs> but you know, we're looking at this world and this story through the lens of you know a middle-aged white guy, mm. retired British intelligence officer, deeply colonial, deeply... Living in Jamaica at the time of their independence. These books are quite interesting for people interested in history. They they can be... like They they, definitely give an unfiltered kind of... One side. One perspective. I'll give you the full story. Absolutely, yes. There is is value in that. Mm. But, yes, in terms of the um, fleshing out, uh, as it were, of his female character... um, Donata. It's only skin deep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One one omission that I was uh, surprised about was the lack of uh, well, for Felix Leiter, um, who appears in the film. Yes, uh, but clearly not in the novel. Does he appear in? He appears in Live and Let Die, but only yeah. That's he does. the last time yeah. we've seen. Him. No, no. Last time we seen him was uh, Diamonds, wasn't it? Yes, he was on crutches. Yeah, he meets him. Da- yeah, because- we see him after the after the yeah, attack. Yeah, because they go to the die. horse races together and all That's that. That's right. Kind of- he's working for the Pendletons. Or so the- he, uh, the, yes, so he's the Pinkertons. Pinkertons. Casino Royale, yeah. live and let die. The five speed bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Felix Leiter in the novels so far is just Casino Royale, live and let die, and diamonds, diamonds. So far, and is Mathis it- has oh, yeah. been Casino Royale from, from Russia, Russia with Love, and the start of this. No, he's not in this. He's not in this. He's briefly... Me- oh, no, he's mentioned. mentioned he's mentioned that he was there when the doc... That's yes, right. Yes, yes, Oh, thank yes, God, yes. your French man was that's there. That's right. So he's technically not in this. No, you're right. Wait, did he die from Russia with love? No. no, no, he's still alive. He's still alive. He was there when Bond got poisoned. That's right. Yes. He was... We, I feel like he's been in three. Mathis. Hmm. Or Matisse. Or Ma- oh, Matisse. Matisse. Yeah, Matisse. they say Matisse. Yeah. Matisse. It's Mathis, come on. No, ma- no money penny in this one. Uh, uh, but we do get, how could we not mention oh, our Q? Q, we get Q. Major yeah, Boothroyd. Major Boothroyd yes. in the famous scene about good. Uh, the Beretta's a girly gun. That is a good, it is good a scene. good scene. Mm. And it's nearly word for word in the film too. Mm. Yeah. So does he come back in the books? No. Maybe. Maybe he does. Because mm. he's, he's technically not Q. He's yeah. an armourer. As we know, he's head of... The equipment branch. Yeah. yeah. The armor. He's got a store downstairs. He's, yes. not, he's the real Q. Yes. Yeah, yeah essentially. And Come he's and named after gift. the real Boothroyd who wrote this those big letters saying he actually wouldn't use that gun. That gun is a lady's gun. That's blah, right. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. Fleming was like, God damn it, man, you've got a point. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a character named after you. Just say I don't do anything for you. <laughs> Donate to my Patreon. <laughs> that is a great scene. And yeah. I, we did briefly mention this earlier, but I there's something about the dynamic with, with Bond and M mm. where I was like, Jesus, I like that. Yeah. And I hope some of that carries through. Bond's very upset that M doesn't trust him. And I wish he would explore that more I hope he does I, I think he, he will does. I think their relationship has really evolved through all the novels yeah. I mean, Moonraker did a Moonraker lot of work yeah. yeah yeah superb and they'd already been worked prior to that yeah but yeah. but Moonraker really I remember he was a big deal in Live and Let Die as well and yes at the opening yes. of Live and Let Die mm. he's, a, he's a very important character but 
Yeah, in terms of Bond learning, you definitely feel that in relation to M. Yeah. You do feel like there is learning there. He, he navigates M in different ways according to information that he yeah. unlocks. I Even those little couple of lines at the, at the end of the novel where he's um, sending a telegram back yeah, to the office. Yeah, he digs the heel in a little bit. Digs the heel in with, mm. uh, uh, you know, oh, the Smith & Wesson doesn't hold up against a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond <laughs> yeah. would later apologise to M when he submits <laughs> his final report. <laughs> yeah. We we did very briefly talk about him. Yeah. Um, Doctor No. Yeah. Look, I like him visually. Yeah. Um, big claw hands like Teehee. Yeah, yeah. I like that we've got a, film our first uh, the mechanical digits. kind yeah. of. Yeah. We've got our first proper lanky villain. So go lankies. Oh yes. Yeah. The yeah one yeah. for the lanky boys. Six six. Six six. Although he had his spine extended. Yeah. And things like that. I don't so. know if that's exposed his nervous system oh, or. Might have done more. I hindrance. will say that I don't know about his. The death scene has some nice irony, but uh, it's pretty. It doesn't really give him much of a chance to have a sort of final moment, does it? It all kind of happens from a it's distance. Very distance with yeah. the crane and just everything. Drowned in shit. He's just drowned in bird shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wano. What do you think of his whole spiel? Is his whole thing, man? Yeah, not just I get in relation to commerce, but the the thing that unseated me with Doctor No was the very thing that I think makes him like so important to the Bond world is his extravagance and exuberance and the fact that he has built this lair. It's like, all right, this is where you got a lot of your DNA. But like as a character, as a real believable character, he doesn't work, does he? Like in as much as some of the other villains have. Like yeah. when you think about Drax, yeah. when you think about Le Chief. He works more for me than the the, the Star Spangled um, Sparkler Boys. Yeah, the Stars. <laughs> yeah. Um, whatever they Starsky were. Starsky and Spangly. The, the Mangled Spangles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Starsky and, and, and Crutch. <laughs> I couldn't think of a good one. <laughs> we know. Um, he works Starsky more and clutching at straws. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, 51 episodes. We get it back. We get it back. Look, the fact that this whole kind of torturing thing, it just, this is what I mean by like Fleming not, he doesn't reveal the character in the best possible way. He doesn't kind of layer things in. He's, a, he's trying his hardest at this mystery, but the fact that we only learn about this whole kind of torture thing just feels like a real. Side note of it's, like, it's, oh, by the way, I've been experimenting on people. It's and like I'm Casino Royale. Yeah. Tests. Yeah. I feel like. Oh, it's Dr. Kaufman in Tomorrow Never Dies. True. So, by the way, he was teaching me how to torture. Oh, was he? What? I just what? learned this. How am I supposed to care about this yeah. right now? I think Fleming was really intellectually, like, not intellectually, art- artistically um, impressioned by how much he broke the mould with the torture scene in Casino Royale. Yeah, I think he's chasing that he's high He's chasing that high again. Yeah. He's like, well, if that's if that's sadism... And again, I, it's not pure sadism for me because it does come down to... Oh, no, it's used so perfectly. Yeah, yes. to examining the character, to seeing, you know, the, this hero, this, this what is the human reserve, etc., etc. And it admonishes that torture as well. Exactly. By, by being so graphic with it. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's still... There is a question of, like... Why artistically are you still still doing s- this? Striking this chord, and that it's don't you have something else? Bugs and crabs. Ah, oh, it's so like childish. Is, yeah. It's very fifties. I can see why movie. why thirteen year old Drew Deck loved it so much. Oh, you know what true, I mean? True. It's like crawling through bugs and. But maybe, and... maybe, maybe Mr. Fleming did have something to move on to, and yet, and that is why he 
killed James Bond. Are you a dirty devil's advocate? Are you being a dirty devil's advocate? I am being a dirty devil's advocate. And for whatever reason, his own commercial greed or the, I don't know, his, you know, naggy editor said, resurrect your James Bond and keep going. But but as a James Bond fan, put yourself back to reading from Russia with Love. Yeah. Okay. And the journey we kind of went on, on that five, five book journey. Yep. Would you have been satisfied? With that ending? No. I, I, I don't feel like it ever was truly ending. And I... No. But, uh, yeah. There is also that thing of going, it wouldn't be the most satisfying of endings. But at but least it, it would be an ending. it can get worse. It yeah. can, you could get to the point where... It's like with the superhero movies now, where you're a bit like, oh, these are starting to get... These are starting to get real wonky. Like neurotic. <laughs> Wonder Woman 84 is a perfect example of that mm. where you just kind of I like seen it yet. look the first one was fine I thought it was you know it's you know good for representation and all that but in terms of it as a movie it's just very like it's another superhero movie and it kind of follows the Captain America yeah. kind of origin tale thing but this the second one you just kind of go oh Nope. Yeah, I've heard nope. really bad you things. Sh- you didn't have you didn't have as good an idea here that you thought you did. Mm. You've actually you've undercut all the good stuff that you did in the first one, and this almost feels like the anti-film of the original. Crazy. Yeah, right. It's very strange, and I because one of the Flem- Fleming novels that Skyfall sticks Spectre. out to me. Wow. Yeah, there's a Fleming novel that sticks out to me that we're yet to get to that I find nearly impossible to read right i think it might be the one that i again don't finish i'll right. force i'm going to try and force myself to read it but i remember Which just being it? like it's the man with the golden gun it is yeah. the last one right but and you it feel is, that it is the kind of unraveling of it all yeah, it's been going it, on too long if memory serves it's the one that i think i know what happens is a brainwashing involved? Oh no, that's earlier. Oh, that's yeah, earlier. That is earlier. That's earlier. So well, that's we start getting. Isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, it's we start getting into that kind of stuff where Bond starts exper Fleming, sorry, starts experimenting with a lot of sci-fi. Yeah, gotcha. Within we, and I think we're heading that way at the moment. There's a lot of not just B movie, but bad B movie mm. like <laughs> no, no such thing <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, so the Dr. No thing is kind of a case in point for me where I'm like all that stuff about him and the Tong crime family yeah that's brilliant that's really good why is the plot that Bond is trying to uncover not to do with the gold stamps why is it not to uncover the way that he has smuggled all of this extraordinarily extraordinary yeah, wealth true. from a crime family. Why is it? Oh, and he did that, and now he uh, dismantles bombs for the Russians. Yeah, it's like I... what? You had it. You had the perfect bloody mm. plot. Of course, and the Barry British are going to send their with man. the, with the yes. gold coins. Yeah. You know, mm. it's like that's such an interesting plot. I've never read. I've never read a story about that. Yeah, yeah. I've read countless stories about about. <laughs> I'll defend the guano <laughs> but you know the whole like yeah he's working for the Russians and he actually recovers missiles US missiles from the ocean mm. it's like oh, so at the at the time at the time reading that oh though, by the way he's have, also a torturer would that have been mind boggling would that have been really captivating that whole 
conceit of him dismantling Bob at the time? I think. Or is it still of, people going, come on, wrap it up, Ian? Nah, I think the Cold War. Freaking out about yeah, it. they would have been like, oh, oh they're coming for us and he mm. works for them. Mm. I, that, that's what it is. It's I think it is. It's that hysteria of the, well, the Russians are coming. Mm. Which, you know, fair point. They were. <laughs> <laughs> still are. <laughs> They'll get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it it is it just feels a bit of an easy route. But yeah. then there is also part I don't of mind me an going. Easy route. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> but there is part of me that's also extraordinarily grateful that he didn't write a bunch of Chinese characters in this. Oh, he because, flirted with it. Well, he's got Doctor No and a couple of the. Um, the hostesses. Mm-hmm. Yes. He has a lot of... I was feeling a lot of disdain for the I, Chinese. I had never read that word before either. No, yeah, no. neither. Not, not, not aware it. of it. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I, I would be brave enough, but I won't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of disdain, isn't it? A lot of disdain for the Chinese. Almost... A, a, and when he says, oh, he's half Chinese and half German, but the German part's the... The brilliant part. Yeah. It's like, oh, come easy. on, mate. you just came out of. <laughs> we just fought a war. Oh. <laughs> yeah, good lord. You were in it. <laughs> yeah, they were the what? What? <laughs> I don't know what you believe, Ian. Yeah, God. <laughs> it should be a bloody oh, man. Yeah, he his brain would snap if he was alive today. Oh, we yeah. wouldn't he, get he it. Would he would not be blow. able to keep up. Yeah. He would absolutely yeah. implode. Yeah. <laughs> And there'd be a couple of people who were pretty far to the right who would be like, Jesus, mate, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want to give a shout out to a potential day player or day players for me. Um, The two poor bastards that get killed. Are they the Australian blokes? I read them as Australian. In the car crash, disguised as Quarrel and Bond. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those yeah, two boys, bad. they not get bad. they get stitched yeah. up. That boy. And Bond decides week. not to tell Quarrel because it might upset him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I quite like the two chaps that bring them in, that kill Quarrel, and then bring them in in the tank. And and uh, there's a nice there's a nice little phrase where you f- you find out a little bit more about Doctor No's operation or Bond does because because the two men don't say anything. You know, less lesser criminals would sneer or poke at them or yada 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 or. Mm. Or make rough, but the, the two drivers sit there silently and stare straight ahead because they know that Bond isn't a threat. There was, I thought they were good day players. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've got any win one. I've got oh. one. Mm-hmm. He's only in it in the first chapter, but it's Strangways. Oh, Strangways. Yes. I loved that Strangways. Strangways. The way he, he He's gets got his up own from, score, yes. doesn't he? Yes. He's such the a The way character. he gets up from the table... And the guy's like, oh, you bloody always do this when it's your bloody, you know, his turn to yeah, deal yeah, yeah. or whatever the move is. I don't know. What but he buys everyone to around. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, oh, this guy. Mm. I want to see his movie. Me I was going to say. And he's got an eye patch. Yeah. He's got, yeah, because it's and like a, that hell of Thunderball mm. kind of. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, there's, there's room in this Bond universe for a Strangways Story. Yeah, Story. What was he doing is. Spin off, I don't know, mini series, move, Strangways movie. I want to see what that section And it's called Stranger Ways. Strangways Things. Strangways Things. I nearly gave it to the three blind mice. They were ah. or two, two, 
two blind mice? No, there's three. No, no. there's three. There is three, yes. There is three. Yeah. And then the guy's driving the car when they speed up. Yeah, that was pretty cool. They're very underused in the novel. Very underused. Well, they're I only th- really... I know. I thought he would use them... A lot more. more. Yeah, yeah. They're very underused in the, in the film as well. Mm. But it's funny he sets that up and it's like... It's almost like he's setting up the new Red Grant of, yeah, the, of the story. It's like yeah. a trio of, of like iconic henchmen. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're going to go Red Grant, Odd the, Job, The Three Blind Mice. The Three Blind Mice. I didn't really give that much Jaws. thought, but you're right. I was like, yeah. well, that, surely they're in this war. No, mm, not at all. That's it. They're just one of many operatives, which is not as impressive as when... Mr. Biggs' like Mr. Of that. Biggs is. Yeah, mm. where you're like, oh, Jesus, it could he's, be anyone. He's connected. Mm. He With everyone. this, you're like, oh, we've done that. Mm. Oh, can I just say, no, I, no. I have a least favourite moment oh, yeah. Yeah. in the book. We came very close to this in Live and Let Die, but he, he fucking went whole hog. That octopus fight oh, was too much with for the squid. me. Yeah. I don't want to see any more of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant squid. It's How huge. big was the thing in your head? Because he says that the, the, the eyes of the thing sh- shimmering through the surface of the water were the size of soccer balls. Yeah, he, and he said talks about the... The tentacle being as big as him or something? He and said the it's the size of a steam engine. Oh, that's, that's too, big. too big. That's a giant squid. They but do it's, exist. It's a locomotive. Yeah, but not in the shallow waters of Jamaica. Well, it's Dr. <laughs> it's Dr. No's pet. It's in a caged off area. Yeah. I, yeah, see, for me, that... And because we've just come after trials... I'd be calling EPA. That enclosure <laughs> is not big enough. <laughs> Where's the fresh water? What are they feeding it? <laughs> it just... It felt too much like an episode of Fear Factor for me. All the trials. It felt like a monster movie. For and me. then we yeah, end up yeah. in with tonight him. on Fear Factor. James Bond <laughs> fights a giant octopus. Yeah. Centipedes. <laughs> but yeah, him fighting this giant octopus and stabbing it through the eye. That started to really get to me. Like, oh, Bond's not a superhero. Yeah. He's dead there. That thing's way stronger especially because he's already human. completely spent by this point yes. too. Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. at his prime would be destroyed by an octopus as big yeah. as him. Mm. Yeah. He'd be he'd be gobbled up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys pick up on the strange kind of Christian iconography there too, where he describes um, Bond as Jesus, Bond as <laughs> Jesus being sort of resting oh, yeah, crucified yeah. on the on the wire mm. on the kind of that. What oh, do they call that? Isn't mm. that the hack? It's something called the hacks imagery. Packs imagery? No, because like people, K-Pax like, packs people with, uh, like Kevin Zach, Spacey. Zach Snyder and all that use it, right? Oh. you know they they paint Superman, you know Superman, oh, Superman falling. Play, yeah, you know yeah. they do it a little bit actually in like easy metaphors when he's, when he's being plucked at the start of the title sequence. Bond's oh, arms are out and he gets plucked down the yeah, whirlpool. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, looks yeah. like he's on the crucifix. Mm. It's uh, there's there is like an internet meme term for it where it's like that. The hacks, As something. In only hacks use it. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, he's like Christ. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's easy like, stuff. Right, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, been, been done to death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I did. Yeah, I did pick up on that, which is funny because he doesn't strike me. Um, this is a huge bloody judgment goal that yeah, you asked me it. to provide evidence. I couldn't. Fleming does not strike me as a religious man no, whatsoever. Mm. I don't think he has any interest in it. No. He would rather be snorkeling than in a Sunday church service. Mm. Mm. Wonder what he was I wonder. I mean, he that. probably was. He had a, you know, 
denomination or whatever that you know it is. Oh, I'm sure. I'm not religious myself, so you know, I'm, I'm going straight under. I'm religiously unreligious. Oh. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm declare, agnostic declare. to the conversation. I think I got a cream for that. <laughs> does it just bond? A little bit of a detour, but does does do we have any evidence of Bond's thoughts on? Religion? No, I think he complete for surprising he for the fifties. He, ve- well. he veers completely away. There's a little moment at the end of this book I felt was There's interesting an where he was talking about the fate of Doctor No's soul. Yes, and where it would be, where and then would, yes. he finally reflects on. Where, where his, his soul would might be. end up being. Yeah, good stuff. With, throwaway stuff. Yeah, I mm. liked that. Mm. I liked that quite a bit. And then, right after that, he starts nibbling on Honey's hand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like, end your book there. Yeah. End your book on that sentence. But and I'll, I'll, I'll give this a 10. I'm I think that a 10 the evidence would be that Bond thinks of death with finality. He, he's, there's constant ideas of fading into the darkness yeah. or letting himself go or yada, yada, yada. Yes. I, I, he doesn't and, strike me as the kind of man that believes in an afterlife. Not at all. He believes in himself. You know, God's not going to save him. In, in his situation, yes, he would have he, saved him. If he, 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 that's yes, right. He's got yes. to trust himself. I won't get down on bended knee and pray. Yeah, it's like he, I've got to stab yeah, this octopus in, in the, the eye. eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he 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 uses souls in the afterlife as very very much as meta metaphors and allegories rather than yeah. Oh, well, yep, that's where we're all going. Mm. Because if if he is, and I like the way he puts it because he he asks. Like, where a soul like that would reside. It's not about, you know, yeah. going to hell, but more... He it's talks a moral about, it's question. A, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's more about an idea. It is more about a kind mm-hmm. of... Like, if, if you were a soul that maligned, where do you what go? Yes, what happens? Because he's yeah. a... And I think he says something like, well, he's not necessarily an evil soul, he's a mad soul. Mm. So where do the, where do the mad souls go? Mm. That's that's another thing actually on Doctor No, where we're in that era now where we're starting to get into um, every evil villain was mad. Mm. It was a mental health you issue. This, this, upper, this sort of new, you know, Jungian, Sociology. Freudian yeah, it's, kind of yes, psychotherapy. Yes, Jungian for sure. So yes, yeah, psychology and, and the whole uh, deviant behaviour that's starting to emerge in that time. I- identifying deviant behaviour. Yeah, that's oh, right. And that's like right. That. Doctor No reminded me of that bloody um, Jordan Peterson um, when he's oh. talking about you have to be the master of your own domain and yes. control the thing. Well, All I, I, get here, yeah. I went out and I asked for it and I got it. <laughs> well, you clean have your to... bloody rules. You've got to stop masturbating. <laughs> I had I, I meant to write that down. Thank God I remember that. But I remember him going through his monologue, and I was like, "Oh, he'd be big on YouTube now." <laughs> oh, I had a good laugh. I think I actually laughed at Doctor No more than I. He's silly. I respected him. Yeah. What do you think's the meaning behind that scene of Doctor No? Going into their room while oh, they asleep. Just for Fleming to be creepy. Yeah, because that's an interesting moment in the film. It's mm. almost like he's... Oh, I don't know. There's almost like a... It's a power trip. But it feels... Because he knows he's not Mr. Bryce. He knows no, he's Mr. Bond. No. He knows who he is. It feels almost 
kind of uh, dangerously sexualized in a way. Mm. It's, it's like, uh, oh, what would he do? If, I took it as being just, as just trying to get the measure in a quiet moment, trying to get the measure of a man or trying to understand. Yeah. Which, Le- could yeah. you do that when they're sleeping though? That's such a like... Well, it's weird, isn't it? Six foot two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it would be a certain view into someone, into what someone's like, I guess. Yeah. But that thing too of like, I mean, I don't know, just standing over someone literally in their most vulnerable state. Mm. Mm. And if Dr. No has any idea about who Mr. Bond is, then I, yeah, I don't know if it's a, it's, it's some kind of weird power play of mm. just standing over the man who this mysterious James Bond, double O, you know, mm-hmm. international killer. Yeah. There was a moment that struck me odd as well around the, the, um, uh, when he gives the fake name of, of uh, James, John, John Bryce. John Bryce, yeah. <clears throat> he gives M's real name. Yes. Yeah, as head of and Universal Exports. And Universal Exports. Export. Yes. I mean, if... Uncle? That, that, he gave away the ghost there. He's named, he's doxed M. Yes. They'll out now. If, if he's in any way related to Smash and the the USSR, yeah, they now have. I mean, I'm sure they've got information, but yeah, what was if, that about? Why would he do that? It felt like spite. It felt like a moment for me where Bond was like, "Oh, righto, put me on." You don't like my methods? Fuck you. Here's here's your real name. Oh, I didn't say where you work. I said Universal Exports. Don't chuck a tantrum. Just doing my job. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Bond James Bond. But it was about it was about getting it, it, I've picked up a sort of coded nature to that 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 was the system to use. But would they not have a fake name well, then? Because they've got so. a fake company. It doesn't it's make such sense an odd to, it's thing. an odd yeah. thing. It's just very odd. Yeah, that for Which me then I was goes, like is Bond James you? Bond's real name. Oh, oh don't you've you stopped oh, it. If it's but, Universal Exports, but, 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 they've made a fake name for that. Put it away. <laughs> Put it back in your pants. <laughs> Stop playing with it. <laughs> um, do you have a quote? A quote and quotable? Um, I don't think I do this time. I was having to flick through. There were a... Mine was Dr. No's cringy speech. Which they've inexplicably... Inexplicably? Inexplicably put on the cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, Found one, mate. Do you guys? Yeah, I got one. You got? Oh, you wanted to? You, oh yeah, you wanted you to. Well, you you go on. You know where yours is, mate. I'll find it. Cut out the air, mate. But uh, well, why aren't there chapter titles written at the? Yeah, but with the number, so I know what number. I can't oh, remember what that's. Me. What chapter is Horizons of Agony? Check, see, at the front of every book, they've got this thing where it's got the chapter list. Then you've got to open and close and open and close. Towards the end. God. Go on. Chapter. Yeah, all right. It's a point I've already spoken about. Oh, well, great. I'm glad we're waiting around for it. It's worth it. Super worth it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Wait, L'Oreal. What's no, the one? Maybe that... it's Maybelline. No, but what? Because you're worth it. That's L'Oreal. Because you're worth it. You're worth it. L'Oreal. All right. So I refer to chapter seventeen, the long scream, and this is uh, touching on my point about Bond's psychology and him being very hard on himself, and us spending a little bit of extra time in his head this time. <laughs> 
gentleman from Leppington has two minutes. <laughs> so this is during Bond's trail of trial. Some guy in Parliament reading James Bond excerpt. <laughs> it's, it's a filibuster. Yeah, 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 Chapter yeah. one. I just wanted to share something with you around the weekend. Not to do with this, but it's just really good. <laughs> Chapter. <laughs> Chapter 17. Bond climbing up these very hot tubes and he's wrapped himself up in cotton to cover his elbows and hands and things like that. But... <sighs> oh, shush. <sighs> now he was ready. One, two, three. Bond turned the corner and forged forward into the heat stench. Keep your naked stomach off. I like that heat stench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Contract your shoulders. Hands, knees, toes. Hands, knees, toes. Faster, faster. Keep going fast so that each touch on the ground is quickly taken over by the next. And then further down... Only the sweat running down his arms could be keeping the pads off uh, of stuff damp. Scream! 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 It helps the pain. It tells you you're alive. Go on, go on. It can't be much longer. This isn't where you're supposed to die. You're still alive. Don't give up. You can't. Little moments like that. That is good. Yeah, it's good. And you that's think he's where being I hard see Daniel himself? Craig. That's where I see Daniel oh, Craig. Oh, really? Is he being hard on himself? No, or I don't just... necessarily see him in that particular moment being hard yeah. on himself. There's yeah. a moment you in another time you were talking where he's... About. Well, the specific moment I refer to about him being hard on himself... Dragon like, Spur. <laughs> ...is when he's like, oh, you know, if, if, if I was sent into a hospital, they, you know, they'd bandage me up and send me on my way. Think of the girl. You know, she's in a much worse situation than I am. Yeah, Just yeah, keep yeah. going on. Just it's like going. this rationalisation that diminishes himself, isn't it? Like, he puts himself in accord mm. with things. He goes, you, you don't matter. Yeah. Get the job done. It is done. a little bit of sort mm. of self-flatulation. It a little is, bit yeah. Of like... Flatulation. <laughs> flatulation. <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't oh, have God, a. You uh, stinky bastard! Oh, you dumb bastard! No, you can't. You can't that's a stinky poo. Well, I don't have a uh, a quote, but I did have a thought. Yeah. Um, that I wanted to share. An original thought. Original thought. In that, you know, Trayvon, the people out there, they know that I have a desire to, to, to remake some of these early books. A burning in a time desire. Period. A burning desire, and I feel like. If you were to do them and release them again as James Bond films, you couldn't call them Dr. No. You couldn't call them From Russia With Love. Right. I wanted to put it out there to the community. Yeah. What would you think of, like, Dr. No's or retelling these Fleming stories and using, like, one of the better chapter titles? Oh, right. Like, call, oh, yeah. calling Dr. No Night Passage, which is a very modern kind of James Bond title. You've got Skyfall, yeah, Spectre, very... Night Passage. Mm. It, something like that. I just wanted to float that. As a, what do you? That's not a bad idea because I actually think some of his chapter titles are, are pretty bloody good. Like and Midnight, Midnight him. Among the Worms. Yeah, for, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. Yes, Midnight yes. Among the Worms. You'd call Live and Let Die Midnight or The Undertaker's Wind. You know, take an yeah, idea. The Undertaker's Wind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Although mm. they start to make me think less of Bond and more of like um, James Patterson novels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I feel you. Um, in Which a... these, look, to be honest, if he wasn't a British secret agent, they're not leaps and bounds away from what those Patterson novels no, are. No. Particularly the the style of writing. You, mm. There's an influence there. Heading I think down so. That. Standing on those shoulders, yeah. for sure. In addition to the the psychology of Bond and him talking to himself and pushing himself through. No, we're done with m- that. My favourite moment. Sorry, stop. Is the... <laughs> <laughs> no, let me finish. <laughs> Red my, light. My, <laughs> I'm colourblind. <laughs> my favourite passage is the sailing from Jamaica to Crab Key. That's that's night passage. That's, mm. Well, is there it? you go. 
Well, I that think. would make with sense. With Quarrel. With yeah. Quarrel. Yeah. Yeah. That's your favourite person. That's my favourite. Not person. the one that you read out. No, but. So I can edit that out. No, I can keep it in. <laughs> but it's just. I really like Night Passage. And I thought it's worth mentioning. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, my Bennett or Burner because is... because Bond degrades himself in it or just no because Bond's sailing. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. My Bennett or Burner. I've said it many times. Is mm-hmm. that final chapter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get rid be. of it. Bye bye, slave time. Yeah. Yeah. Bye bye, slave time. See Although ya. it's her idea, she calls it slave time. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think it's Fleming's idea. <laughs> <laughs> slave time. Oh, Jabble time. <laughs> All right, that's it. First we one of the new year. We haven't year. done this for a while. We've got to do a ranking. Oh. Yeah, wow. How oh God. Go? Oh yeah. Rate it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Jake, you go first. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Why? Oh, come on. Why? That's not how we do them. Do it in ten words or less. Um. No, fifteen words or less. What is it? That twenty-five words or less. Well, I'll, I won't do that. Twenty anyway. questions. Twenty, 20 questions. Twenty questions. questions. Jimmy Crack Corn. I don't care. <laughs> so do I ask the questions? <laughs> yes. You may. That's one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I give this a seven because it's it's definitely not his best writing and there's a number of things that I found frustrating. But at the end of the day, I would go back and reread this. I, I genuinely enjoyed reading it. I loved the world of Bond in Jamaica. I love Quarrel. It was the, it was the environment that I got the most out of and the detective bond element honey rider honey child honey child rider yes shamefully child uh, child uh, child mm, no, no d. d it's an e he gives yeah. it the d later oh <laughs> dearie me oh, God. there are children out there that might be listening to this and now their parents have to explain what you meant Vitamin D tablet. Ah, yes, oh. no, of course. Um, no, she's very well tanned. She gets plenty of vitamin D. Uh, Jake, move on, mate. Right. It's crass to right. stay in it yeah. that long. Well, Brandon wants said. to leave don't, it in. Brandon can leave it in. Don't wallow in the mud. I'll leave it in because... <laughs> oh, that's what she said. I like winning elections. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a seven. It's better than diamonds. But Did you give diamonds six? I can't remember. We need I to go think. back and re-examine our book rankings. Ahead of the next one, we just yes. need to tabulate yes. them. No, so they I'll should I'll stand do. on their own merits. I'll That's what a, I've been told. I'll put a chart up. And look, you know what? I... <laughs> <laughs> so no one listening will understand what just happened. No, <laughs> no, that was completely facial re- reaction there. <laughs> I think the... the What's getting this book across the line for me is the fact that it's been a few months since I've read a James Bond novel and it was familiar to me because of the film and I really enjoyed that. Low bar! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, that's fair. That is fair. Uh, look, yeah, I am probably... Yeah, it's... A, it, for me, it's... Yeah, it's a middle-of-the-road Bond film. Mm. A novel. Um, Bond film novel. Yeah, Bond film novel. Bond novel film. Uh, the yeah the overuse of the of the n word and this new c word and and how he just <laughs> he's feels, I've got a new one guys he never describes the, 
you know, like in the club, it's not like a this the big man who was guarding the door. He doesn't just describe them as in how he describes every white character. He has to make a point of their race. I know. Yeah. It's, it's like strange. they're not a big man. They're a big this. Black man. Yeah, it's mm. like, oh, okay, got it. The final chapter is black. But outside of that stuff, um, I enjoy it. I, prob- I wouldn't read it again just like picking it up. Mm. But it, it's good. It's a middle-of-the-road Bond adventure. I'll, I'll give it a six. Mm. I feel like... All right. My, my, yeah, tough one. A lot I don't like about this one. A lot I like about this one. I Anything feel like, you love about this one? There are. There are elements I love. Um, I do like the return to the mythical um, primal energies that I think are an undercurrent, a nice undercurrent that I enjoy. Uh, in these novels, um, I feel like the perfect time and place to read a James Bond book for me is dependent on like that dictates what I want from the reading experience. Like I feel like it's a great thing to relax with a book like this when you have nothing to do, yep. nothing you're working on. Yep. You've got a cup of tea or a beverage. You're sitting in the backyard. It's maybe it's the Christmas holiday period. Mm. You've literally got nowhere to be, and you want to escape. This is a great one to read. This is maybe one that you pick up because it takes you there. And Fleming's throwing a lot at the wall. Not all of it sticks. Some of it's awful. It's hard to give this one a good ranking, but I did enjoy it. Um, yeah, it's a shaken. It's a shaken six for me as well. Wow. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Shaken. Shaken. Not stirred. Not stirred. Definitely. Well, uh, for for us, I'll be seeing you. Tomorrow morning. Good yeah. God. In a, only a matter of hours. Matter of hours. <laughs> but for you, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone listening at home. We don't know when you'll be hearing this. We have this. no idea because this year we're going to, we won't be weekly this year. Uh, it's too much. We got yeah. It's a long. These well, are long episodes. <laughs> there's, a, there's enough of us out there already. And <laughs> there are hundreds of you that we're still, still haven't caught up to where that's we right. were. But we're, we're still here. Rest assured. Yes, we're and not we're, going anywhere. We're working on surprises for you, that's which right. will all be revealed in due course. And um, the, ne- the next episode, Brandon, is 2008's Quantum of Solace. The video game. The video game. It's a video game episode, boys. Big day of gaming. I'm excited. It's going to be a hot one, though. Well, there's an aircon in that. Aircon, all right. Mm. I've got to get an aircon in here. This is bullshit. (laughs) 